What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. I never know what to do with my hands. Zegamaboosh, baby. Zegamaboosh, baby. Hey, man. Uh, we're uh, back. We back, baby. Wednesday night, main event. Uh. We are back, baby. We are back. And uh, you know what? I watch you. I get I get, get more respect for you the more I sit back here. Because usually I'm over there just dancing and drinking, so I don't really see. But you're over here, and you're moving, and you're shaking. Not yeah. only are you moving and shaking, you're hitting dials, you're hitting buttons. Like this shit, it looks like we're flying an airplane back here. I'm a technical performer. Look, this is this is a shot of the the studio. There's right so there. much shit going on. I mean, I'm still just back here drinking and watching you do it, <laughs> but I'm impressed. I'm more impressed on this side than over there when I'm on the couch. I'll say that. I'll give you. I will give you your flowers. Thank you for. That's uh, all you're getting today, though. <laughs> That's your one. But we have some flowers to give to. Any can fan maniac out there listening, we actually have who he started off as a giant can fan maniac and he just burrowed his way into our hearts and our souls. <laughs> I like that you use the word burrow, not Joe Burrow. Not Joe Burrow, I mean he, like a mole. He just he he and and he was a he was a ride or die day one. Day one, literally day one when we had two people watching and it was probably me i was probably one of the people on the you phone were, you were one of them i was one of them and, and then, then boots. and then boots was one of them <laughs> and no i mean that's a good introduction right there let's bring him in bot g boots on the ground eric what is up my friend i don't even know what to do with my hands either i'm over here like do i do one of these do i come in with a Oh, I don't know. I've oh got Stat gosh. Boy beside you still. Well, yeah, because because uh, AJ AJ just came on. Oh, AJ's in now. Yeah, he's in now. Oh shit, we got AJ. What? Wow, we got Where's Boots and AJ. I know, and 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 he was already. I let him in before we did the intro, so it kind of took a little bit away from Botji. But give us that flex there, Botji. Oh, let's no, see the no, let's no. let's see the flex. There he is, rocking that sweet color rush number four. And you know what? You bought? Did, did you buy that when you were down? Oh gosh, there's stat boy. I've been wearing it every day since. I like it. There he is. There he is. <laughs> but we got stat boy and bot G Eric. Hey, I mean stat boy doesn't need. He doesn't need no introduction. But uh, guys, what is up? Wednesday night main event on the Can Fan Show. We got a bunch of off season stuff to talk about. Boots, it's been a minute. We had. I have. We tried to get you on a bit ago. Ad was in Mexico. AJ's in Thailand. I'm I'm the only loser who doesn't leave. I'm the only guy that stays in Canada. But I'm I'm glad to have you on the show, buddy. You're you're, can, you're a national treasure up in Canada <laughs> and, a, and a Canadian sex symbol. So i you gotta you gotta you, someone's gotta stay home and hold it down. Sex you symbol. I don't know. Stat boy out there. I don't know. Stat boy AJ, how you doing? Where are you right now? You look like you're in a mine. Uh, well, you know, it's just early a.m. over here, 9 a.m. Uh, I am in uh, Ao Nong in Krabi, Krabi Province. Sounds like you're making up uh, stuff. <laughs> I know. It's more where, here's, where? Here's, it's called Ao. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but phonetically, it's Ao it's Nong or Nang. Okay, what planet is that on? 
Uh, uh, 10th Planet, baby. 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> vape 10th Planet. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I went to 7-Eleven to buy early morning brews. There you go. Uh, they don't start selling till 11. But the trick is... Because it's like legally you're not allowed to start selling liquor till 11. They have like these cutoff times, right? Much okay. like, you know, any any sane country does. <laughs> um, but so what you, the trick is you just go to one of the, sh the small eateries that just don't give a shit. And they'll sell you beer at 9, 8 a.m. They don't really care. So, so you bought off sales from some... Oh, there it is. Crack them if you got them. Get, get the Changs, son. Grab yourself a Changs, yes. son. Grab yourself a Changs, Grab yourself a Changs. Follow, follow AJ for more travel hacks. AJ, I will say this. You sound sick. You sound sick. Or it sounds like you've been doing cocaine. AJ was AJ was messaging. So uh, AJ and I yeah. work together in the real world as well as the IRL. Uh, content world. And he's messaging in one of our client uh, channels that we're talking uh, about with the team. And he's like, and then he messages me. He's like, okay, I got to go to bed. It's 4 a.m. It's like, he's out there fucking partying, but also holding down the working fort. Impressed. Impressed. I'm impressed. No, well, look, sick. Uh, I think a little bit, a little bit from the AC, you know, it like stuffs me up. But no partying last night because we did like a, uh, an epic climb up this. Um, yeah, I saw that. 1,261 step, 309 vertical meter temple, which, uh, you know, in hindsight, probably, I mean, of course, now now that I did it, I, I would have done it. But had I known the exertion <laughs> that it would have caused. Whew. But you got, so then you got a nice little uh, vacay, or I don't know call it a vacay, when you're there for over two and a half months and you're still working, like, that. you got a nice workout in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The legs are barking, let me tell you. The legs are barking. Well, hey, I have someone else that's barking. So we've been hearing about Jerry Jones going all in, right, guys? Yeah. Well, I hate to tell you guys, but we got a little guy named Batson, Stephen Jones, who's been going a little bit viral, trying to rain on everybody's parade. And we got a little spicy clip of this fuck raining on my parade. <laughs> so let's kick it over to Batson, and let's hear what he has to say about old daddy and going all in. God, he looks older than Jerry. <laughs> Before we jump into it, Boots, remember how I said he looked old as fuck? He looks old yeah, as fuck, doesn't he? he? Looks now I cannot see it. I cannot see it. That's that's Michael Keaton. That's <laughs> like, that son. It's oh like Michael gosh. Keaton as a six-year-old who's playing a 92-year-old. It's like if Michael Keaton fucked yeah. an avocado. It's like if Michael Keaton yeah. was trying to play Benjamin Button. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if, if Michael Keaton, if Michael Keaton had to go into witness protection. <laughs> Goddamn, you know, I will billionaire. say he looked like he lost a little bit of weight there. He does. He does look like, and sometimes that makes you look older if you lose weight. Like right now, yeah, I've yeah. lost about five to ten pounds. I went from looking thirty-five to ninety-two. I hate it. But let's see what Batson has to say about Jerry Jones going all in. And let's make sure I got the sound turned up. And let's listen. Yeah. Is there a, a shift in how you guys are thinking? I've never known Jerry not to be all in in any given year, but uh, uh, you know, you, you, you know, certainly, uh, you know, fucking sounds great, like Biden there. I think a great <laughs> team put together. Uh, you know, I think you know the last three years uh, won a lot of football games. I think uh, thirty six, and uh, you know, certainly uh, where we have to improve is the postseason. You know, we're going to get the right kind of guys who step up and make big plays in the postseason. And, uh, what the f- Here's the oh, shit! <laughs> we hey, got an ad! 
Don't you have uh, no? We even want you. To this get is yours. Oh, this yeah. is your computer. In terms of our success there, and uh, that's where we have to improve. Are there any answers that you? You know, it's a you know we're taking a holistic view of this thing, and we'll continue to look at it. Uh, obviously, uh, being here at the combine is going to be you know a great time to spend some time in terms of looking not only at the uh, young players that are going to be out there, but just spending time you know together uh, internally, spending a lot of time talking about. Uh, okay, so to me, it just sounds like a lot of sidestepping a question. Like he he was asked, "Are you guys all in?" And then he just continued to say, well, I've never known Jerry to not be all in. Well, I'll tell you, Stephen Jones, he wasn't all in last year. He, the, the time you're winning these 36 games that you just brought up, if you're telling me the last three seasons the Cowboys were all in during those seasons, I would call you a bullshit liar. What do you guys think? Like He's like, oh, Jerry's always all in. No, they haven't been all in the last three years, and his answer is making me feel like they're not going to be all in this year. Facts. You know, I think he's the, the perfect politician. He's the guy that rails in Jerry Jones because he's all over the place. He's trying to create drama and excitement. And Stephen Jones is the businessman. He's just coming out there. I mean, he's not going to go and tell everybody what he plans to do. Of course, we're all in every year, but he's not going to come out and say, hey, we're about to spend, you know, $15 million on Derrick Henry so that some other teams are going to be like, oh, did you hear the Cowboys? They're going to offer $15 million. Oh, we should offer them $16 million. And then you're just kind of like, you know, outbidding yourself there per se. So, I mean, that's all that is. They're not going to give you any any answers, or at least he's not. He's not. He's he's the business guy. Look at his face right now. What is he looking at? <laughs> yeah, Cowboy, Cowboy Reg says, I'm 53. Steven is 59. Why does he look older than my 81-year-old father? <laughs> oh, shit. And you know what? We skip right. We skip right over it. What up, chat? What Everybody up, chat? Can Fanamaniacs in the his yeah. Kilo C says Bruce Wayne lives in Texas now. Question mark. <laughs> AJ, what do you think about his dog fuck answer? Of just like I get what Boots is saying. Of course, he is the politician. He's gonna say what you kind of want to hear, and then go away from it a bit without answering anything. But it's like we've heard heard this song and dance forever. But what he just said in the 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 few. Paragraphs. What did you think about it? I mean, I I really hope Boots is right in that there's like this logical way of saying a bunch of things. They're saying a bunch of things without really saying anything to kind of just hide what they might do. But then I also agree with you, Ant, where it's like, okay, so that just brings me right back to being like, um, expectations are the same as they have always been. Here's Here's what I, I, I still am not clear on what all in means. And I think it's just been said right here and cleared up that it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't so, because all in to yeah. me. Okay. This is my, this is my definition of all in. And it, uh, it's a, uh, it's a song. No one to hold them. No one to fold them. Are you going to go all in on a hand? Do you think you have the team right now to go all in? If you do, that's pushing everything into the goddamn center right? You're not playing for next year. You're playing for this year. You're going to do anything you can at the demise for seasons down the road, right? Like, I don't care about 2025, 2026, or 2027. If I'm all in, I'm going out, I'm signing probably, I'm signing at least two starters in free agency on the defense and probably two starters on free in free agency on the offense. That's Derrick, Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley. Fuck you. <laughs> But you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I want to see all in means 
you're go, you're and, and it might it not work this. out. It, it means, means this. this. I see. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> you push it all in. <laughs> but that's in AJ for me, and I don't. Obviously, the Joneses. That's not all. They don't know what all in means. I guess like they've been too rich for too long. Right. We've been all in since my dad had bought the Cowboys. Yeah, so I exactly. don't know what this question all, is. All in. Daddy bought it at 150 million. Now we're worth. The Jillian, right? Like, I don't know if they know the definition of all in, but in my mind is all in is you're risking it all right now to win it all, right? And they don't seem to know that. Yeah, the uh, since he didn't ask what my I'm opinion, fired up by the way, I know I could tell I'm fucking jacked <laughs> up. And the the problem <laughs> the problem with Anth over here and the Millennium Falcon with me right now is that he could, he could get not he could get so booshed up that he might just fucking sucker punch me <laughs> as I'm sitting here. I'll go for a handhold and he'll just and he'll sucker punch me as I'm sitting here. Um, <laughs> questions like this, uh, you, you, like Alex was saying and like Boots was saying, they're not going to tell you everything they want to do. However, my only thing about questioning like that type of strategy, because it is a very political response, is uh, Roku released the uh, draft, the behind the scenes of the draft, and the Cowboys were one of the team that they followed. And like when they're sitting there and in the moment, here seeing them call up their grandkid and be like, "Hey, so Demarion Overshone plays on your team. Tell me about him." It's like, "Have you seen him in the shower?" Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're like, "Okay, they're doing this for the show, but it's like, are now now with answers and responses like this is like, are they actually or, they, or is it like a last minute thing where they're like, "Oh, you know what? Let's get one last let's get like one last look on this person because I don't know, maybe we don't know what we're gonna do." Do here. you need? Do you think, now that you bring that up? That's funny. It's like you guys couldn't have called your grandson. Two months ago, and asked them oh, about totally. Demario over obviously, <laughs> obviously, it's for the show. Being like, okay, we're on the clock. You know, let's just talk. Let's just call. Let's just call uh, whatever the fucking kid's name is on the team. He plays with them. Hey, yo, tell me about Demarvian. How is he? Yeah, he's a great guy. Everyone likes him. He's he's a he's a dog on the ball. Doesn't that? Yeah. Guess what? You're fucking. You knew that fucking four months ago when you put him on your big board. So. I hope it's telling them that they're going to do it, but history shows that they haven't really gone that route to surprise us so it, it is a little bit concerning i think they just don't have any news and they just want to kind of create headlines. do we want to hear a little bit more of what bats on us to say let's hear it aj does i mean so, hey, if it, to oh, maybe it's going to clear some things up guys let's listen let's hear them yeah we give us more bats on uh, take the next step <laughs> you mentioned vanderbush you mentioned vanderbush do mm -hmm. you have a resolution with that and you're just not ready to tell no, us no we'll just uh let uh you know leighton will speak to that it's certainly uh you know, an injury issue with him, uh, you know, that he's getting his hands around and let him speak to that. What do you think about where Mozzie Smith is, you know, coming up his rookie season and just the importance of him? Yeah. It's not breathing out of him. Yeah, well, we've had nothing but confidence in Mozzie. I mean, I think it was a transition for him. Yeah, that that's enough. Like, <laughs> you, that you have nothing but confidence in Mozzie. That, there's the politician in you. Yep. Of course they're going to say that. And you know what? As Cowboys fans, we should hope that that's true. We should hope that Mozzie right now is showing, and I know we're sidestepping a little bit and me talking about what he just said, but I hope that they think Mozzie Smith is going to take leaps and bounds in season two because season one, that motherfucker was a, at, at, some people have him rated a D. He's a fail. He was an F at, at most for me. For a first round pick picked in the 20s, Mozzie Smith was an absolute F. So hopefully they have hope for him. You know what they say? Can there's you, there's no hope in winning. Facts. I was going to say there's no can, hope Can you guys dope. just imagine a world, though, in what, 
like everything that Anthony is saying right now just comes through. Like, for example, this offseason, we started getting everybody. You know, we got Saquon, we got Derrick Henry. We, we're going to go ahead and get like, you know, Patrick Queen. We're going to get uh, Bobby Wagner, everybody. And then next year, it's like, oh, sorry, Dak. We don't have enough money to afford you. Sorry, Micah. <laughs> you're gone. CeeDee, hey, we went all in last year. Remember, we got that beautiful Super Bowl. But what happens if, but if you win a Super Bowl, this is, that's, that's the thing. If you, the, are you willing, and this is what all in means to me. If you do that and you win a Super Bowl, is that worth forfeiting your next five years? I mean, they've yes. basic they've essentially forfeited the last twenty eight, right? Yeah. They 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 haven't won shit. I I don't care what they've done. Stephen Jones is talking about thirty six games. Well, let's talk about playoff wins in the playoffs. last three years. One playoffs. one fucking playoff win against the Bucks. One playoff win playoffs in the last three years. That's more important than your thirty six regular season wins. So if you're going to go all in and get boots, Patrick Queen, I'd love it. I don't know about doubling down on the two running backs like Ad said, but just go go all in. Go all in, and if you get a Super Bowl, fuck, even if you get it to a point that, like, I hate to say it, an NFC championship game and you lose, at least it shows you fucking tried and you went all in and it didn't work out. Yeah. And just for the record, I was was not serious about – Getting Derek and Saquon at the same time—that was that was that was just yeah, Josh. That was just Josh. Never happened. Adam, he, here's the thing I was gonna say. Just like this is how this is what all in all in means means to me. How all in Cal, Dallas Cowboys all in moves would affect me. I have two examples, and I'll use Adam as well here. So I'm against signing a running back for say more than eight million on the free agency. I just think. Waste of money. I'm against signing Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley. Like either of them, but one one if, of them, even one just one of them. No, let's say combined. Just like oh, oh yeah, either okay. one's going to be over eight million. Yes, fair. But, 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 what if we woke up tomorrow and the Cowboys signed Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm buying. I'm buying their jerseys. Obviously, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Could you imagine? I'm that sending Adam a gift basket for manifesting that. Yeah. Too. I, I mean, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be like fucking Mama Kelsey, and I'm gonna have one half of my jersey is gonna be Saquon, <laughs> half of my jersey is gonna be King Henry. So what? It'd be 2022. <laughs> yeah. So it just it actually just be Henry. Yeah. <laughs> or it'd be 26. Yeah. So it'd just be Saquon. <laughs> yeah. 26 Barkley and he. <laughs> the 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 oh, crate the crate. I mean. Guys, as Cowboys fans, we've waited for that splash, right? And I was excited with the Gilmore, and, or sorry, yeah, the Gilmore and the um, Cook stuff last year. I was excited about that. Like those, and they both played substantially well this season. Was that going all in though? No, if, not even close. Yeah. Was that going all in? Not, not even close. So they need to do something bigger than that. Even during the season last year, they could have went, they could have, there was guys, Man, I think it was 2021 when they were talking about Roquan Smith leaving Chicago. I was we probably have video of it. I steamrolled that saying, "Trade for this dude. Trade for this dude. Trade for this dude. Trade for this dude. He'll make your defense a top five defense." And they let that go, and then he He goes to Baltimore. I said it. Yeah, I said it. And then they went. He goes to Baltimore, and look at Baltimore's defense. So, I just want them to make a splash play. Whether it be, I mean, I'd rather a Patrick Queen than any running back, honestly. Like, I'd rather a defensive ball, like, stud, young young hammer, you know, than uh, one of these aging running backs. Like, Queen's coming off his, his rookie contract, had an amazing season, and there's actually a bunch of other linebackers that are younger that are going to help the team 
opposed to a running back like like AJ said. I I'm, I don't want to overspend. If you're not going to spend eight million on Tony Pollard, I don't want to spend eight million on any running back. Honestly, I mean I I'm, go ahead. AJ. Also, what's available? Yeah, it's just like it, it's also what's available, and and then and the, the potential of just finding a nice young stud in the draft in like a later round. Um, that there, there, there's just better, I think, better hope in that with what you can get out of the money, uh, it, putting it towards a defensive player. Like if all another another all in example would be 90 percent of the free agent. Uh, budget goes after the top LB or top DL. Yes. The three agents. Yes. I agree with that. I agree with that. And they, like, there's been numbers out that the Cowboys are going to have money. They're they're going to have money to be able to do some of these things that fans want them to. So, guys, we're going to do yeah. a little, we're going to do a little lightning round here. It's a lot of stuff that oh, we, and, oh, yeah, let's hear what you got. There was, there was one thing I just, I think we deserve to give him his flowers is he did mention LVE and LVE situation and, uh, you know, we, we all hope LVE comes back and continues how he was playing for the majority of the season. Uh, but 100% understand if he needs to hang it up that's and that's the smartest decision, then, you know, we got his back. Yeah, that was the the you have his back was was it a back injury that oh and and it's just shame you never want to see because LVE's got to be late twenties maybe thirty like you never want to see a guy have to hang him up due to injury and he he did man he fought back his rookie year I was actually just watching uh his mic'd up him and J- Jalen Smith together when I think it was 2018, 2019 when they were pretty decent together. Fuck, they look mm. like dogs. And then and then LVE just had those neck injuries and the back injuries, and it's like you're gun shy, and you can't blame the guy. Like, you're you're actually at that point with a neck, you are risking your life. You are, right? Like, you're you're going to be hesitant. So I, I hope and he's – Please he correct can... me if I'm wrong, but wasn't LVE the first actual Dallas Cowboy to ever shout out Cowboys can No, you're not wrong because you got him on you – got you're the one who got him saying – You did. Yeah, Boots. and after that, you can do no wrong. That was – that's actually – and that's some of the, the legend of Boots on the Ground bought G. Eric, and that's that's your – your namesake, like your boots on the ground. That's that's where you always from. hold a special place in my heart for that. I man, I love LVE, and you never want to hurt. You never want to see someone go out like that. Uh, just before we go on to your next topic here, Eric Castillo in the chat says, let's get back to 2014-2018 Cowboys. Great defense and a run-first offense. We've seen the fi- high-flying offense already. Not good enough. Yeah, no, I agree. 2014-2018, you know what the, you know what the uh, common denominator was that? You had three all-pro Pro Bowl offensive, offensive lineman, Tyron that, Smith, you, Travis Frederick, uh, Zach Martin. That there's that one staples pic, there's of a, that offense. There was a picture of them. Uh, I don't. I don't know who posted it, but you see the 2014 offensive line and a young Zach Martin. Just Zach Martin there. rookie. Yep. taking over Johnny Manziel. Yeah, taking over Johnny Manziel. Okay, so we have ten most interesting Cowboy storylines entering this week's NFL scouting combine. You're going to notice that the combine is a. Uh, a little bit of a theme because it starts tomorrow. This is all stuff okay. that we've. This is all stuff that we've went over. I just kind of want to uh, lightning round it. Get Boots's opinion. Maybe if any of us have fresh takes on any of the stuff because we have talked about a bunch of it. But if we can get some fresh takes and and again, bought G's opinion on it. It's just stuff that 
this writer, I should give a shout out uh, to the writer, John Machota, who's uh, actually a pretty, he's one of the GOAT uh, Cowboys writers, is saying are the biggest headlines heading in. So, at number one, which, oh my God, the paywall! As soon as you scroll, I told you. I know, but where's where's reader? Where where can you Here, click me, the reader? Let me, click, let me click off of it. I have no idea. You want me to? You want me to send you my uh, my subscription? Oh, Bachi has an, a, a subby. Uh, I had it. I had to subscribe so I can read the article. Oh, Bachi did subscribe. I t- I, t- I was telling Anth. I was like, dude, you sent me. An, I I don't. Have I know, it. but on your phone, you can go into. It never. It didn't do this to me. I'm just gonna subscribe with ad. No, just use mine. Hold on, I'll say. Okay, Bachi's gonna text you his, his login. Okay. Wait, on on your phone you can bypass that. Yeah, you block. hit reader mode on on my on my phone. And just, you can read the whole article. <laughs> but I I learned that before this. Like I didn't have this until I was driving here today, and Ad Ad called me and he's like, "Hey, what's uh?" Hey, the, the- I'm, I'm building. I'm built. This is some behind baseball. I'm like, I'm building out the thumbnail. What is your article cover? Because I can't read it. It it has, and I'm assuming Anth has some sort of subscription for it so no, i didn't i i t- t- even today i was able to go on it i wonder if they have it free for a day and then they paywall it after but no on- because I, I i looked at it i looked at it and it didn't it didn't work but you know hey this is why eric boots on the ground is the guy who he is because he doesn't fuck that's around that's Sent. why he's team captain he is team captain if i if i'm going on any type of uh trip i'm calling boots to be like okay what would you do in this scenario and then boots would just be like i'm coming i'm I'm coming coming in this scenario (laughs) okay we're logged in (laughs) boots to the (laughs) boots to the rescue hey we let's go go. let's go let's go okay i'm gonna zoom in a little bit here look at that zoom in on that fucking boots sub right there okay so i'm gonna gonna need a producer credit on my name now oh yeah oh yeah you are a producer (laughs) guys we hit this already the what does all going all in i think we've talked about that uh a little bit already so we're gonna skip past that one number two what are their top priorities in the draft and this is ultimately changing at all times so i'd like to hear do you want me to read what he says, or are we just no? Fuck no! Just, I don't care okay. what Machota Machota fu- <laughs> Machota take your paywall, stick it in your ass. We're basically just piggybacking off your article. I want to hear what Boots wants to do in the draft. Hey Mach- Machota, lick my Machota. Yeah, oh. lick my Machota, son. I like that. Dunked on. Oh man. And we just talked so good about him earlier. Okay, giving him credit, and now we're here bagging on the guy. Can fan what can fan gives? Can fan taketh away, baby. Oh, yeah. We brought you into this world. We will take you out of it. <laughs> okay, well, if we're going by need, we got to go linebacker. Uh, there's that guy. His name is slipping me right now, but he's from like uh, I think he's from. Uh, uh, is it is he Texas? No, it's not Texas. Texas A and M. Texas A and M. Yeah, yes. that's uh, uh, that's Edrin Cooper. 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 However, I am a big fan. I've always been a big fan of taking the best player available. Yep. So if uh, if that guy, that center from uh, Oregon, uh, JPP, is out there and powers, and he's, powers, uh, yeah, JPP. Yep. Yeah, if he's available, then then we take him. Because uh, well, there's Cowboys have so many different holes, so many different needs, and if you got the absolute stud, like he could be the next Travis Frederick uh, coming into the team. I'd rather have him um, and have the next, you know, Pro Bowler start day one than a uh, Cooper that may or may not play in it may end up in another Mozzie Smith situation type of thing. Yeah. So you're saying what, whoever you, whoever you take this year at 24, it, they have to start day one. Yes. I want the best player available at the, at whatever position of need. 
Way J, Travel J, have you? I know yeah. your stance. Like, what what are you feeling right now? We've me and you. We don't really talk to Ad about draft. They never talk. We to don't about talk draft. about Ad about draft. We actually what? we kind of silence him out of it. A, 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 AJ and Anth kind of lock eyes like they're fucking each other, and then they realize that they, it's a threesome, and they're like, "Oh shit, this is awkward." Like he's still here. Uh, we're still here. Film the room. Just yeah, just I film, film. You just film. Yeah, just hold the camera. Shut up and sit there. Yeah, I'm the cuckold fucking husband or boyfriend <laughs> for one of them. Like. Adam, you're only there to hold the camera and get in the Gatorade yeah. whenever they're thirsty. Yeah. Maybe tell them down a little bit. Yeah. That's how it is. I'm fine <laughs> with that. Bring the ice. Go bring the ice. Get man. the ice. You know? Gimp. Gimp. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys Chris in the house. Oh, shout out. Shout out Cowboys Chris. And he wants to be co-captain. Obviously, you are co-captain. Of course, of course he is. Way J, oh, though, what, ultimately, what are you thinking? I know we've talked a little bit. What are you thinking about this? Look. So my mind hasn't changed. I'd still love one of those two young uh, wide receivers that show up. Um, one's Troy Franklin, and I forget the other dude's name. Marvin Harrison Two. Jr.? No, ta- from from <laughs> no. LSU. From LSU. Is it Jackson or something? I'll tell you right now. You just keep talking why about why you like yeah. him. I, I just, I just, I would love another piece of firepower on the offense. I think that's what kind of the the wide receiver group and CD Lamb is. Or sorry, Dak Prescott is missing, and CD Lambs. I think. Um, and of course, in the second round, then um, just on the PFF drafts, Brooks always pops up. I I don't like to pick that, but I'm also like, oh, that would be that would be great to kind of have. Maybe he's going to be, uh, you know, the next uh, Saquon Barkley or something like that. So, but I've come around to BPA because it is more of like, well. There's only a couple positions that you wouldn't really want to be drafting anyone, right? Yeah. And if within those like next say three picks in the first round, when it comes down to DPA, there's a position that the Cowboys could use and fill. Offensive line is definitely one of them. Uh, I, I agree with Boots and either center tackle. I mean, even a guard who's had experience in the tackle position or the center position is something I'd be interested in. Also, last thing. I'm not against, there's a couple um, cornerbacks as well. I mean, a, 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 a kind of a, a college veteran slot QB uh, cornerback would be nice. Yep. Or a safety who is, um, maybe doesn't have as great run stopping, but his coverage ability is great, is really good. Well, I'd like to bring him in and see and test the waters in a slot position or in a, uh, in a cornerback position there. Yeah, so- I think that there's some guys... Valuable, valuable there who are dropping because of their run stop ability. So, AJ, the LSU wide receiver you're talking about is Brian Thomas Jr., where a lot of a lot of uh, spots. And I like that you say wide receiver because a lot of people are, crack me if you got him, son. A lot of people crack are going. Go. A lot of people are going away from wide receiver. And I mean, there's been years where we've taken wide receivers where wide receiver hasn't been on the board. CD Lamb. I mean, that draft. I don't remember ever thinking we needed a wide receiver. Like, I don't remember thinking, like, it was never like, oh, man, we had Amari Cooper. It wasn't like, oh, we need to draft a wide receiver. But nobody was mad when we took CeeDee Lamb, right? Even the Des Bryant yeah. year. Des Bryant year, Miles Miles Austin was killing it at the time. It's because it it's like, a sexy position. It's a sexy a position. A sexy position, you're, not, you're never going to really be mad about taking that type of player. Yeah. And that and that's where, like, you know, that's that's I'm a BPA boy, unless there's that sexy player there. 
and they're not necessarily well. BPA a lot a lot of the time falls into the sexy player. Yeah. So and that's going to lead me into you, Ad. What What are you thinking for first round, babe? Uh, thank you for You're welcome. asking me. You're welcome. <laughs> I know I forget. I know I forget about you. Thanks for asking. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. Hey, guess, guess who's here? I'm here. He's here. I'm happy to be here. He's happy to be uh, here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Like, I. When we took Mozzie Smith, I'm like deep down, like, okay, you know what? It's not the sexy player. It's not the sexy. None player. of us liked it. Not the sexy player that we wanted. Um, and I'm, a, but as a fan who wants to win, I'm like, okay, if it's a need, and he's gonna and he's gonna fill that need for us, then I'm all for it. If it's not the sexy player, right? I'm yeah. all for it. But I want, I want that fucking splash player. I want that. I want a BPA for sure. Or I want that fucking second. I don't even care if there's a BPA and it's an, an it's an O line or D line guy, but a couple people down, it's like a stud. It's like a Troy Flank Franklin, or it's another stud linebacker that's like you know what? Like there there other people are looking for him. Is it a little too early? But this guy's a dog. Pick him because we're not going to get him in the in the second round. No, nope. like I, I do want a linebacker. I do want a, a running back. Um, and then I want BPA. Well, so the good those, thing, are, those are the, and or running backs good for here because you're not gonna. There's no running back really at BPA, which is good. That yep. that's good for us, right? Yep. But linebacker, yeah. If you if the Cowboys think or if there's last year, okay, this is the thing. We had talked a lot about Joey Porter Jr. Yes, we did. He was still available he at was the time. Still fucking available. Osiris we, Torrance. There was guys. We have was, clips. We have receipts about us being so complaining I, about that. At I that just. Time. We do enough. We do enough research that, like, when the pick happens, we're allowed to have a, a opinion. And I like this is even better. We're getting into how we're feeling. For me personally, uh, I'm BPA all the way. I'm all. I'm all the way BPA. If it's an offensive lineman, even if even like Tyron Smith might not be around. Like, there's a lot of shit that's going to play out. I, I'm full on offensive tackles. There's a bunch of good ones. So I'm also not against not going offensive tackle and then getting one in the third, second or third. But for me, player wise. I'm still kind of figuring out who I want, I like just in the first round, but uh, BPA for me for sure, and and it might at that point where the Cowboys are picking, it might might be wide receiver. Like there's a very good chance I would that it's going fine. to be I, wide receiver. I, I would be fine with a fucking and no one's talking first or second round. No wide one's talking. No one's talking wide receiver right now because again, I, I mean, I'll take a center all day. I'll take I'll take any offensive lineman position. But a stud two would go miles. But let's move on to three here. Hey, what? real quick, and Will yep, McClay, get it, get I it. trust. I'm just gonna say, and Will McClay, I trust. I can say whatever we want about any player. But I also remember us being at the uh, Oxnard training camp talking all this shit about Brett and Aubrey and how we wanted him off the team. <laughs> yeah. So just show us hey, how much we know. But in that in that situation, we did watch him miss three kicks in a row. Like yeah, that's pretty no, fair. That's pretty fair as fans. <laughs> At a training camp after we just like went through we, the shit we, we, we did. We, we Look did at a- Ad. This is Ad and I. Are we related? Yeah, We're we- both just poison. <laughs> <laughs> I remember AJ just losing his shit when he missed that third field. Yeah, well, we're, we're like Boots. Boots. <laughs> we, when we were there and you were there with us. Yeah, Boots is. Oh, yeah. We were live so streaming that. there and then we did another two hour podcast afterwards about how shitty they <laughs> about were talking about the, about the fucking kickers. Like we yeah. spent yeah. our entire one, one day of our training camp experience was dedicated to these fuck the one kicker. I don't even I know. Viscano. Viscano. How, how, hey, good, we, we how good, how good, how good did it feel to be wrong? 
felt oh, great. Oh, so good. Felt oh. great. But I like so to be it right. Because I'm, I'm hardly ever wrong. I'm almost never wrong. Right? So, so what, you know, one time out of the year, if it's going to be Cowboys related, that's good. So number right. three, what's the latest on the contract talks with Dak, Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, and Micah Parsons? I'm going to lead out with this because I don't think it's much to talk about. All three of these, of these guys are going to be on the Cowboys this year. CeeDee's going to more than likely have a new contract. Same with Dak. And then they're going to figure out Micah's either during the season or next year. They but, really don't have to do anything, right? No, I mean, they, don't. they still have one more year. Yep. Do you guys see any of these guys like sitting out and being like, look, extend, give me an extension off me a contract or I'm going to ride the bench? I mean, see, I could see CD pulling the card. I, and that's, it's just smart play. I mean, he came off as one of the best seasons as a wide receiver ever in the NFL. He's going into his fifth year. Like that's his fifth year, isn't it? Okay, so here maybe let's add a little bit of a spin since it's uh it's topic number three. You're forced to re-sign one of those three players this this year. Which one would you take? I already know my answer, but I'll let you guys go first. No, I'm, you're going first since you're locked and loaded. Dak Prescott. So you're, he, you're he frees you're lo- up he frees up the most money to allow you to do other shit. I mean, I don't think then, that I think there's going to I think there's going to. Yeah. And <laughs> which then allows you to sign CD Lamb. But if you had to pick one in my brain, it's it's Dak Prescott because it frees up so many more avenues to do other things with other money. OK. Baji, uh, I agree. I agree. That's that's the correct answer. There's nobody else that can come in and do what Dak's going to do with the players he has around him. There's no one you can draft, you know, coming out of the you can get Caleb Williams. He's not going to be able to, you know, get out of the Cowboys what Dak Prescott's getting out of the Cowboys. And I know people rag on Dak Prescott, but Dak, Dak did not lose that game on Green Bay. Our defense did. You know, there's uh, there's all these other holes that we can fix, but Dak is not the problem. I'm going to stand by number four. I am a Dak writer. Ooh. Wait, Jay? Yeah, I agree. It's 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 the, um, the budget that you can get back by, you know, signing Dak. But let me also use my time to... Crack that chat. Crack a, you were, how long were you itching to get that one in? About two, three minutes. Yeah, the, the, those are the ones. <laughs> and when you're not live, it's trickier, right? It's trickier to get those oh, yeah. crack them. When you're live, you just fucking hold it up and you go for yeah. it. But when you're when you're OOO and not even OOO, but OOC out of country, you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. wait for your talking point. Out of country, delayed on Zoom, and then Zoom stops your crack them crack. So like <laughs> yeah. So that's a oh. get the, hey, get, get that Chang in you. Yes. Grab a Chang. Grab a Chang. That Chang. Oh, also, just to throw it at you guys, I, I believe we know um, Parsons' uh, fifth year value. I think it's twenty four million. Twenty four million. Yep, yep, yeah, it is. It's right there. It might be twenty between twenty four and twenty six, but twenty four sounds right. It's either twenty four point five or twenty five point four. Yeah, but you're so right. I, I, but like think considering that too with just like Parsons alone, question aside. Um like do you do you re-sign him or do you just take that fifth year? Like what's gonna be more or less, right? Well, but AJ, this is the crazy thing. Like they're talking about Micah's fifth year. The only reason they're not talking about CD's fifth year, because this was the conversation last year. Like CD's in his fifth year, which is gonna be for a wide receiver. It's going to be north of twenty in the twenties, also, right? So you still have Micah Parsons on his fourth year deal right now that you can still like it's a, a millions, but not like in the twenties. You you could rework CDs right now and skip 
the the fifth year option, which you're going to have the same issue with Micah next year, but you're having that with with CD right now. What we're also probably seeing right now with CD Lamb is depending on what's going to happen with Justin Jefferson. So CD Lamb's probably smart to wait for the Justin Jefferson trade or deal or re-signing to actually happen, and then go in and start negotiating. Cowboys should try to get him done. Yeah, Justin, right. Je- Justin Jefferson call. is probably waiting for CD Lamb to make some. Like everybody, all do you think guys, they talk about that? They have to like, like, they, like just as buddies. You, like they're obviously buddies. You, they're like you, acquaintances. You listen to any former players on their on all their podcasts, like Chad, Chad Johnson and like uh, Shannon Sharp when they're talking. Club Shay Club Shay Shay. When they're talking or, or uh, uh, whatever their whatever their podcast. Pivot Pivot podcast. <laughs> no. But whenever these players are talking about money and they're 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 all on the same page, it's like you get as much money from the or, these organizations as you can. And us as fans, we're always like, oh, these selfish players are you know, they're holding out or they're like. These teams make so much money off of the players, and that little amount of money that they're going to get—a couple million here, a couple million there—like you're such, you're the people's champ, and you're the players' champ. I am the players' champ. I I would be part of the NFLPA association. <laughs> <laughs> I I went to an NFLPA party. I feel like I I have to I have to rep it. You know, yeah, fair. Well, I feel like Dak's the only one you can really negotiate with because he, it's not like, you know, the question is, can he reset the market at 60 mil? Well, the, the answer is no. He he hasn't won, you know, three Super Bowls in his career like like a Patrick Mahomes, and he's probably the only one that can reset the QB market. So you can negotiate with him there. Uh, when you have Micah Parsons coming up next year and everyone comparing him to LT, uh, Micah Parsons will end up the highest paid linebacker of all time, and there's oh, yeah. no getting around that. Defensive player. So in that case, you wait to see what other people are doing, and then you pay him a little more than what everyone else is doing. But with Dak, you can negotiate. But Dak, about, Dak what, has Dak has the Cowboys bent over. Right what, yeah, but what about what about yeah? So, but what about Ceedee Lamb? Do you think Ceedee Lamb is going? Ceedee Lamb to- has to get he has to get paid this year. Like if yeah. we're talking about guys that'll sit out. CD Lamb's a guy that should sit out. They they re-signed Trevon Diggs, Trevon because Trevon Diggs didn't have the fifth year option. He was taken in the second round of the same draft as CD Lamb, so they had to get his his deal done right. Well, now CD's about to he, CD's basically in the position that Trevon Diggs was in at this time last year, and yeah. Micah Parsons is going to be in this spot next year. Yeah. So for me, like it'd be pretty crazy to go into training camp without a deal done for CD. But the question was, if we had to pick one, who am I Who am I picking? And it's got to be Dak Prescott Dak. just because it frees up more. So that's on 100%. to number four. On to number four. I mean, this one I think we can glaze by. Do they plan on keeping Michael Gallup? Fuck just what, one word answers. All of us, one word answer. No. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jay? The Cowboys? The Cowboys? Yes. Sorry, I... More, that was like 18 word. words. <laughs> you think the Cowboys, you, you, you think the Cowboys are going to keep I'm Michael just, Gallup? Well, I'm kind of just playing funny, but I think there's a 49, there's a 49% chance that Jerry is like, no, that's my boy Gallup. <laughs> Jerry's like, that's his hill that he wants to die he on. He wants to die on Michael Gallup. <laughs> like not letting, no, that deal was right. That deal was right. So we're going to move past that. <laughs> we're moving right past the Michael Gallup thing. Number five, and this is interesting. Zoom in a little bit there, Chad. You want me to zoom in a bit? Okay, let me, I'm got it. In there, Chad. But uh, what is offensive, what is the offensive line plan? Mm. Good question. You know what? Here, I, I got. I yeah, got read one. it. it read, it's crack them if you got him. Uh, left tackle Tyron crack Smith and center Tyler Beadass or Beadish or Badass are unrestricted free agents. The offensive line has dropped off in recent years. Upgrades are needed. It's decent. 
It's a decent bet that Smith could return on somewhat team-friendly one-year deal. Biotish is unlikely to do the same. If he signs elsewhere, center will probably need to be addressed early in the draft. What is the plan for Tyler Smith, question mark, when he was drafted? The thought was he'd eventually be the team's starting left tackle. However, things have, go- things have been going well at left guard. They might not want to move him. So this is what we talked about last week with J-Tuck. Maybe just kind of recap. Yeah, with uh, Tyler Smith, uh, it'd be great for him because, again, uh, and I always like to throw this into the flame, when he was drafted, a lot of people other than me didn't know who he was, but I was filmed at the draft not knowing who he was when he got drafted. But the the, the hope was he would then move to, he would play guard and then move to left tackle, taking over uh, his brother Smith, Tyron Smith's spot. But now that it's looking at it, like Tyron Smith's missed some time and they kept Tyler Smith at guard. So he might be playing the situation like Zach Martin did where he's, I don't know if I want to say refusing to make the switch, but is the team has settled in with him at guard. So that's up in the air right now. Tyler Biotish obviously is a, a undrafted or a fucking unrestricted free agent. Same with T. Smith. If you guys had to, and this is going to be an interesting one, if you had to keep... Two of the three, or sorry, two of the, or one of the two, Tyron Smith or Tyler Biotish, who are you guys keeping? Ooh, Tyron Smith. Yep, Tyron. You you can, there's there's I, I get he gets hurt every once in a while and he misses a few games, but when he's there, he's still top three left tackles in the league. Like yep, there he play and he plays at that level. You look at uh, PPF and he's up there. You know he's graded really really high and he's doing a really good job and um it's when Dak getting sacked it's not coming through Tyron Smith's side. Yep, you're right. Facts. AJ. Yeah, I'll just play devil's advocate because I agree Tyler Smith's probably the one you go with, but you know injury history has to be included in this decision. He's another year older, so let's say you go with Beatis. He's he's going to be much cheaper, you know, at uh, on how much he cost i think maybe not like long term um but you sign them and if a center is available in draft you and b is bpa you still go ahead and get that center and now you have beatas as uh, a transitional the backup kind of starter which you know that's why you got to sign him before the draft so he doesn't you know know that you're going to well do and that, that and that will be the interesting <laughs> that'll be the interesting thing because free agency comes before the draft and it'll tell you like do the cowboy? What did the Cowboys do before the draft? It's gonna show mm-hmm. their. It's gonna show their hand a bit. If Tyler Biadish is still not signed by the Cowboys by draft day, they're more than likely looking to get a center. Right. Same thing with Tyron yep. Smith. If Tyron Smith isn't re-signed by draft day, or they're the Cowboys are like trying to ha- get a player and they don't, then they try to re-sign him. But that's that's risky business to me. Like Tyron Smith to me is a Hall of Famer. He is. Sure, he doesn't have the hardware. He doesn't have the Super Bowls. He doesn't have the NFC Championship games. But that dude's been in the NFL since he was 20 years old. And he's been dominant since the day he stepped in the NFL. He started for the Cowboys right away at right tackle, moved over to left tackle shortly after, and was an absolute fucking force for years. And yes, he's had injuries, and he's had some off, like, not being um, on the field. But if they can get a team-friendly deal and just pay him almost on like a per game basis or a clause where if he misses a game, it's, it's, it's excluded. That to me is just such a, a option to go with. And then you can target center. So I don't know the, the offensive line is going to be a really interesting one to see throughout the off season. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Tyron Smith, even though I wasn't asked. Um, no, but the, it, so this is what happens when three other people have made their it's their, just, their it's, 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 when I, three other people have had their answers. You can like, just add. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I well, I, I just wanted to I just wanted to comment on this. Uh, hey, can, hey, reach over that way so it looks like we're hand. No, go the other way. <laughs> it looks like we're hand holding. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, uh, Adam. Cut. Adam, we're gas. Adam. I got oh, you right. Okay, okay we're... yeah, get boots above you. <laughs> AJ, get me. Oh, wait. Uh, Cowboy Red says, uh, and this was uh, to Alex's gallop comment, get get on your horse and gallop right out of town, stat boy. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to say it because it was very, uh, it was very um, true. Uh, Going to hit chat here for a couple of comments hey, before we go to the next one. Uh, Div- uh, Divine Gun says, we should draft a center in first round, LOL. Eric Castillo says there aren't even 15 humans on this planet that are better than Dak. Dak was a slow learner early on, but he's still the guy I'd roll with. It took Peyton Manning eight years to win his first Super Bowl. I mean, I think we're all here, and I I, I see it in the comments on social media all the time. People talking shit to us. <laughs> they do. They're Can't like, then? oh yeah, all the oh, time. Yeah. Like, because I'm what? A, I'm well, I'm a Dak fan. Like, and yeah. it's it's pretty. There's right now. There's Dak Prescott fans, like guys that want Dak to be the quarterback. And I again, I'm very, I'm on a thin line here with Dak. I am. I'll be, I'll admit it. I still think he's by far head over heels the best option for uh, quarterback. But you'll have the Dak Prescott, the Dak Riders, if if you will, and then the Trey Lance boys. That's what it is right now. It's it, and it's wild how Trey Lance is even a thing. But that's a whole different discussion. Let's get into number six. Is there any more clarity on what to expect from the defense? So Mike Zimmer didn't provide much detail about his plan for the defense during his introductory news conference two weeks ago, but it'll be interesting to see what can be gathered during the week in Indianapolis. Is Parsons going to play more off off the ball linebacker, or will his role be similar to the last three seasons? Question mark. Actually, this one we were ta- when we were talking about in terms of and and Boots said Dak Prescott didn't lose uh, didn't give up forty eight points in the game. So the person that did give up 48 points in, in terms of why the the front office, i.e. Uh, Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones, might not be saying too much. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Dan Quinn's gone, so they think, well, yeah, but that was on his, But that was on his own accord. I know, I know. Dan but, Quinn would have still been, Jerry so, and Stephen so the, were like, so, well, we, so, won, 30, so that, that's the we won 36 that, games. That could be the only problem. Like, we got all the we got all the pieces right in here. We've been an all-in last year, but Dan Quinn was the pro- puzzle piece that wasn't there. Um, in any case... Uh, do they think they can bring back veteran free agent CB Stefan Gilmore and DT Jonathan Big Hank Hankins? If not, what is his, what is the plan to fill out the starting lineup at corner and tackle? What are other noticeable changes we noticeable changes we will see on the field with Zimmer calling the shots? Who wants so, to lead out? Who wants to? Who's got a strong opi- opinion on this? Because I I really don't. I know I'm usually the one to go. Yeah. But Boots, what are you I, feeling? I, I have one, but I really really want to hear what Adam has to say. I mean. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Start with him. <laughs> well, look. I mean, Come look, on, th- thank you, Boots, for uh, calling it out to me. I think that with Zimmer, so with- Boots. What- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, trying to bro. hold your hand there. Ah. He's trying to hold your hand. He's stretching my neck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think that with Zimmer, <clears throat> we called it a lot. We we didn't see much blitzing, and Zimmer's. Uh, <laughs> I was a puppeteer for AJ for a second. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's okay. I bet hey. you're going like this. Hey, we're all we're all here. Cup it, cup it. You know. 
Cup it. Uh, so with Zimmer, I think what we what we're hoping to see, you know, I want to see more blitzing. I mean, I we've been doing this show and we've been doing our streams and we haven't seen those. We haven't seen the blitz package like we've we've been wanting. Um, so interesting to see Zimmer come in and maybe kick the defense in the butt. We've we've talked about our defensive team being a little bit undisciplined or not having that dog in them. So you want to see him bring that fire, bring that fire and uh, bring some, some of that package scheme that we want to see like blitzing. And then that way ultra cowboy can fucking bitch about something else. <laughs> ad, ad has these vendettas against guys in chat because yeah. he ad sees yeah, it. Yeah. Ad, and uh, ad wait, ad has the can fan chat on his shoulders because I can feel it when we're watching, like during the green Bay game, I had to say to ad live stream. I'm like, dude, Stop looking at chat. Like, this sucks enough already. <laughs> and you're reading all this shit in chat. And Ad wouldn't. He's, he's the people's champ. He was going right for it. The real he, people's he, champ. He'll, he'll shoulder the weight of the whole chat. And I'm protecting the can fan crew. AJ and I are just blah, 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 blah. And Ad's protecting us from that. So I appreciate man it, brother. People. He's the man of the people. So that's my people's question. Champ. That's my answer. So, guys, we, between Boots or Way J, what are you guys feeling with Zimmer being brought in? What I'm going to ask, like, what do you guys, I'm not even gonna really with this question, but what do you guys hope the Zimmer hire brings? Go Stay for it, boy. Boots. Okay. So I honestly think he's going to just open up the cages and let the lion loose. Uh, a lot has to do with what Adam was saying, like the blitz packages. We didn't really see that. But at the same time, I'm not too upset at Lieutenant Dan because look what happened. We lost Trayvon Diggs in week two, week three. And so we were kind of hindered. So if everyone, God willing, is healthy this season and we got Trayvon Diggs back there and we retained Stephon Gilmore and then we got Deron Bland, you know, our our, our, our uh, pick, Mr. Pick Six himself back there, that's going to allow us to be able to uh, really attack. And I mean, oh my God, if Overshone comes back i mean we, we missed out on him but if he really lives up to expectations and him uh with uh michael parsons on the other side and if we can just add just like somebody from from the draft because if we're going all in this year to me in the, in the draft that means moving up we don't have to pick someone at 24 maybe the cowboys can move up and give up a, a third or fourth pick or maybe a future pick next year to really uh get someone that's going to be a difference maker and i think that's going to open things up for the defense to be able to be more explosive and be more aggressive and you're going to see a lot more blitz packages i do like that you brought up all in meaning draft picks like we didn't even talk about that like yeah, if you if you're all in, maybe you're moving up in the draft. That that's a great call, Wager. Uh, look, I think Zimmer has said, uh, like he just works with what he has. He's not a guy who's like committed to a three four or a four three, uh, and he just has fundamentals about how he likes to run his defense with, and and he'll make it work with the guys he has. He has the experience at least to back that claim up. We'll see if that actually plays out, right? Um, of course, we've had this discussion before. If you are a, a defensive guy and you get a say in the war room, you're going to want to draft a defensive player and, and vice versa for, for offense. But the other thing, on top of of uh, unleashing the lion, which is a great point. I do like but that. Dono Dub, last year, he had 13 total pressures, five sacks, four hits, and four hurries. This year, he had... Five hurries and one hit. Why'd that no go? Sack. Yeah, why'd that change? Like, well, you, you totally, you, you, that's great. Like, why'd they take that away from his game? AJ bought that jersey based off of his 2022 stats. Well, Donald Dub's always been that guy. And, yeah. and, and, and AJ's, that's a great point. 
Excellent point. So now, so so I I think Zimmer's the type of guy who's gonna like see that talent in in Donald Dobb, and luckily, man, we do have that um, ability to to add a, another secondary or, or safety. Sorry, like we we got that depth where it's not gonna hurt us if Donald Dobb does come up, but he starts blitzing a little bit more, right? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, right now, so it, as far as the safeties, I'll touch on it before I give my answer. You're going to have Donovan Wilson, Malik Hooker, and you're going to also have uh, Wanye Thomas. That Those three dudes. What, what 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 grade did we give them when we were ranking? We our... gave them super tier last year because we were based off of J-Ron Curse's two years prior, and then J-Ron just disappeared last year. Yep, changed his number. So he, tra- he went, he changed his number to Bossman Fat's number. and, the curse. and, the, and the, That's he, a curse. Yeah, he cursed it. So my thing with Zimmer's defense, all I want is accountability. I don't want to keep seeing these repeat offsides. I don't want to see these repeat pass interference. The Cowboys have been one of the top uh, uh, penalty teams, penalized teams in the NFL the last few years. Mike Zimmer's teams were always one of the least penalized teams. So that means accountability, and with accountability comes success. I I have a question before we move off of the Zimmer number six here. When when we talk about this team's undisciplined, like hold them accountable, what what, what would uh, a defensive coordinator do to get the team disciplined? You go offside one more fucking time, don't expect to play the rest of the game. Boom, done. I don't give a fuck if you're making fifty million. I don't care if you're making fifty million or five million. You go offside one more fucking time. Don't even just go go sit down. Go get your rubber ducky and hit the showers, you little punk. Because it ain't happening. It's like when you when you read about Jimmy Johnson uh, cutting the player. That's for, a, well, for, that's accountability. Yeah. If you fuck up, you're gonna be held to it. Yeah, you're late. Now, for op- this, you're late for you're late for the team meeting. You're cut. That, and I hate to say it, but that's the only way you can. And these guys, like the, these stud guys, that like a, I, I'm not gonna name names, but guys that get paid more than dudes that don't, they know that they're almost untouchable, and they have been untouchable Ooh. in Dallas Cowboys football for a long time. So Zimmer will bring that, hopefully. And if I just may add before we go off this topic, I, I heard an article today. And it was talking about how, you know, Lieutenant Dan uh, leaving, you go over with the Washington Commanders, and it's expected for him to maybe take a couple of the undraft or un- unsigned free agents um, over to the Commanders. Well, using that same logic, who do you guys think from Minnesota that's a free agent is Zimmer going to bring over and add to the I team? hope Hunter. I hope yeah. Danielle Hunter. Ooh. Like, if we could get him, sign me okay. up. Sign me up wow. right now. And that's actually plays into the all in. Like, you go and get a guy like that. To play opposite of D Law or even to be just in the mix with D Law and Parsons, mm-hmm. that just makes that defensive line uh, uh, not only an S- not even an S tier for us rating, but an S tier in the NFL. Like as far that and to me, that's the only guy off the top of my head I can think of that off as a free agent. But get him, get him if you could. Mister O'Shea eighty one says a DC in the NFL will not say that to a star player to a guy lower on the depth chart. Yes, I know, and it's it's unfortunate, isn't it? But Zimmer, you so Zimmer, Zimmer when he was, Zimmer's an old is an old dude. There, there's so. videos of him like they're asking star players on his defense. Has Zimmer ever yelled at you? And they're like, yeah, he yelled at me 25 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) He's a curmudgeon. Yeah. Yeah, You kind of want that curmudgeon old fucking dude who doesn't give a shit about But but you have, as long, and like, because there's also dudes that yell to yell, and you're just like, oh, fucking let him yell. Yeah, yeah, you don't respect the people who are just barking at you. Yeah, but if you respect them, which the dude's done it in the NFL. And after, like, Dan Quinn was a buddy-buddy guy, right? And I'm fine with the buddy-buddy, but it's like maybe the players are ready for someone to be like, you did this wrong, mm-hmm. you did this wrong, 
You have to fix this. Yeah, so yelling and cutting are two massive differences. Obviously, a defensive coordinator isn't going to cut. When Jimmy Johnson cut the players back in the early 90s, different type of era, and he was the head coach. Oh, for sure. And he had full control. So that was me saying that. Yeah, yeah, Zim, sure. Zim, Zimmer's not going to be able to no, go and be like, oh, oh Zimmer can't do, cut do, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. you didn't say that. I, no, but I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, you're sitting these plays. We're, you're not going out there. He absolutely has uh, the ability to, to do well, that. Well, that brings seven in nicely. That's a good segue. Seven. Seven, 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 seven. So what has Jerry Jones been able to gain from having Jimmy Johnson on his advisory board? Johnson revealed that during a recent radio interview, it might not mean much, but it'll be interesting to hear what Jones has thought about bouncing ideas off Johnson and who else is on the board. I mean, as far as his interview during the the, the playoff game where he was losing it at, in, at halftime, have you guys seen that? Where yep. Jimmy Johnson's fucking going nuts? Yeah. Bring him on. I don't care what his role is. Just yeah. get him back here. Yeah. Just get him back here. I don't. I don't. I don't even care what his role is. But that fire. Obviously, the guy still has a soft spot for Dallas. Obviously, like it's like any of these Dallas Cowboys alum that ha- were around for the '90s success. They're all. I would rather put them on the field than some of the players. You look at someone like Jimmy Johnson, and he probably thinks back to it and says, "Like, yeah, could I have won? Could I have won three additional Super Bowls if I would have stayed with Dallas? Probably. Like, what could we? What could we have done? Right? Like, those are those those outlying questions or those outlying uh, things that kind of, you know, beat in his heart. Yep. Guys, what do you think? I I think Jerry Jones. Ooh, fight like, fight oh. between the two fucking well, uh, well, you Zoom guys, guys. Well, you guys figure it out. Crack if you got him. No, no. Crack him if you got him. Technically, I was going to go first, but AJ's on a delay, so probably he <laughs> went first, and it just took a little while to get here. So go, go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. So All right, I'll take this one. The, the, the history with Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson, let's say there are some issue, issues with Jerry Jones uh, holding things up or being a stick in the mud, just for this kind of uh For this exercise. For this exercise, the history and the time, and the, the history that they have, even if they're rivals, time will heal all wounds. And sometimes when you're 80 years old, your rival is the person who ends up knowing you the best or or who, who you're actually the closest to, right? Like these guys have um, an important history, especially for Dallas Cowboys. And so having Jimmy Johnson in the room, maybe Jimmy's not going to be, be there to provide like any sort of uh, um, great football knowledge, right? But maybe he's the guy who's there who's going to be able to help push Jerry in the right direction. And so that's that. That's a big benefit. And that's all laying on if that's if 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 Jerry actually still has is utilizing that full power that he has. Bootsy, well said. Well said. Well, first of all. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Get him in, yeah. And, and, uh, a chang, I mean, boots. To answer the question, uh, what has Jerry Jones been able to gain? Love. Love from the fans. I mean, he, Jimmy Johnson is just so well-beloved by everybody, and it's been long overdue for him to be affiliated. I mean, like like Ant said, I don't care what position he has. He could be the freaking towel boy, you know, water boy. I don't care. Get him out there. He's so passionate. He has so much knowledge, and there are very few people – on walking this earth that have more knowledge than Jimmy Johnson. Yes, he hasn't been a coach for so many years, but he's been an analyst. He's watching the game. He's watching film every single day. The guy is just um, oozing knowledge, and we need that. At the same time, if I'm working McDonald's and I see, you know, Jerry Jones driving up in his G-Wagon, I'm throwing some extra salt on his fries. I mean, he deserves (laughs) at least that. Come on. 
You, you, you more got salt. More salt. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'll come. He'll loop back around, and he'll come back through the drive-through. Because I noticed you, you missed my salt pack. I noticed you missed that extra salt. And I mean, you <laughs> no, gave sir. Me, are no, you, sir. I, I saw your order of salt with a side of fries. You well, know. You know how there's people that complain <laughs> about like the heat of their food. Jerry doesn't care. It oh, could no. be cold. It could be ice cold. Well, he never. As long Jer- as there's yeah. a nice thick layer of salt on that. Jerry Jones. The salt preserves it. Yeah, just get it. Jerry Jones. <laughs> Does not eat his food right away. He'll like set it and forget it. He'll buy it and then like thirty five. So he marin- it marinates his food instead of marinating so- a sauce. It's just like hey, it's cu- uh, he cuts o- he cuts open he cuts open a salt shaker and then plastic bags a piece of chicken and then just full shaker of salt. Oh in yeah, that Jer- thing. Jerry Jones has too much stuff to do that he knows he's never. I don't think he's ever eaten a warm meal. Jerry, what's your favorite rub? Salt, salt. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Naturally. Naturally. Okay, so number not eight. Everything I get is all from preservatives. So all preservative, you know baby. Be, you know it's going to be good. Number eight, that's which. Some, that's just some billionaire shit, guys. We wouldn't understand. No, we yeah. wouldn't. It's like they just salt each other's well, what, buttholes. What, what, what do we got? We got. Who, who's the who's that? Warren Buffett eats a, a McDonald's uh, sausage and egg or McMuffin every single morning. And Jerry Jones eats White Castle just doused in salt. I mean, that tells you right there that if you want to be a, a quad billionaire, you got to fucking eat fast food. Yeah, definitely, and insult it. Number eight. Is there a real interest in signing a veteran running back, guys? I'm not even going to read it. We don't need to read it. I'm going to lead this out. What do you guys think? We kind of talked about it at the start. AJ does not want an $8 million plus running back. And that's where I think the question has – the question isn't, are we interested in a veteran running back? It's what amount do you want to allocate funds to – sign a veteran running back. I think that's the more important thing. Of course, I would love to vet a veteran running back, a one that's going to instantly start for the Cowboys and have success, but at how much? So a value, AJ already gave him himself an eight million plus minus. Do you guys kind of have a feel? Yeah. Like you gotta think TP twenty was what, eleven on the franchise last year? Yep. So and based on the running back market, I think you could go a little bit lower. Like I'm a nine to ten million dollar range for signing someone for at least. If they're if they're saying all in, you're signing. You could sign someone for a one year deal, nine to ten million dollars. They probably won't take it. So you're I was going to say, do you think a running back's? Gonna I don't play, think so. One of the premier no, the, running backs isn't going to play the, on a one year it's, deal. It's odd because we we last year where they like these running backs had their like running back committee to try to like, hey, we want to start our own. Uh, within the players union, we want to start our own running back union. Um, Like a gang, like a gang (laughs) running back gang, you know, but uh, you know, I'm, I am for signing a a running back who is a veteran for a decent amount of, a decent amount of change. Quadzilla. I know way J loves Quadzilla. Oh, way J loves Quadzilla. Like this is why I like drafting AJ Dillon is there's been, um, I was listening to EJ Savage, and one thing that he he brought up is he wasn't so stoked on uh, uh, AJ, uh, AJ Dillon's performance in the red zone, I believe, or short game. Um, so, something that was, like, uh, relevant to this type of size of back that you want. That replacement for Zeke Elliott, essentially, right? No, no shame on Tony Poehler. Um, but I believe that it's a little bit harder to judge AJ Dillon. He was running behind AJ Jones, or uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron. I Jones. mean, his Aaron middle Jones. name could his middle name could be James. <laughs> could be James. So, but he was running behind Aaron Jones. So, like, who do you think is going to get that red zone or short game? It's it's going to be Aaron Jones nine times out of ten, right? So, um, and the other reason that I like bringing in a big 
body uh, back like Dylan, and he's he's young. He's a, a veteran. We'll see what type of market value he goes for. But I, I'm thinking you could get him. Great Quadzilla. I'm thinking you can get him for for on the cheap. But I think that also allows then for a more versatile option group of running backs in the draft in those later rounds where you can go out and find that Tony Polar replacement and not have to rely on getting the big back. The big back's a, necess- a necessity in for an NFL team. It showed it last or year. You- it showed it last year. Yeah. Yeah. Divine so, Gun says Dylan would be good. Like. Dylan would be good behind Pollard though. So yeah, like but get- Pollard's not on the team this year. You don't think Unless so? Unless he takes a substantial pay cut under yeah. eight million, I, and I'm with with this factor of of price, and someone's going to pay probably Tony Pollard more than the Cowboys are willing to. Who might already have that kind that of guy? Power back. Boots. What's your what's your monetary value right now on a running back for one of these vets? Eight to nine million. Yeah, is what's going to market. It's supposed to go in the market. That's what I think. That's someone's going to give that to Derrick Henry. Someone's going to give that to Saquon. Someone's going to give that. Well, to Tony Pollard, Josh probably? Jacobs probably going to stay in Vegas, but Pollard probably probably get about seven or eight. But I don't think the Cowboys should give it to him. I, I mean, honestly, would it be sort of surprise to anybody if uh, you know the Cowboys move up and trade up to get like a Jonathan Brooks or a Trey Benson from Florida State? These bigger back size guys that you know, kind of a Marion the Barbarian type of running backs that can come in and even produce if the offensive line isn't where it's supposed to be. Boots, you can only say it, you almost made me jizz in my pants here. <laughs> you can say if you say three things I love in a sentence, it's happening. Trey Benson, Marion Barber in the same sentence. I'm I'm feeling you Oof. here. What's the I third agree? One? I agree. I, anything that I would have just been like, Des Bryant, <laughs> <laughs> but I Sean Lee, I, Sean I mean, Lee. I agree with you though. A Trey Benson, I would rather that. I mean, remember when we got Zeke? Exactly. I, I mean, mean, we we got hey. Zeke pretty early, and people didn't really see that happening. So, so low, low key, low key. I think Marion Barber. I think is Ant's favorite run, Cowboys running back. He's my one. Of, he's my top five favorite Dallas Cowboys. Who's your number one? Emmitt Smith. I see. Smith. I I was I, I didn't I wasn't in that era boots yet. If I had to go like if I had to break down my favorite Cowboys, I started watching in like hardcore watching in two thousand six. Deuce Vaughn, baby. Deuce Vaughn, the Deuce. <laughs> I'd probably say Des Bryant's my all time favorite Dallas Cowboy. Just off the field shit he does. Like how he was yeah. as a player, like that guy was just Des Bryant, and then but Marion Barber's up there for sure. Demarcus Ware, Michael Irvin, Michael yeah, see, Irvin for me. I, I, gu- I guarantee it. If I was a fa- like if I was watching football when I was seven years old and I was a diehard fan, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin would have been right up on on the list. Gu- guaranteed. Deion Sanders, Deion yeah. Sanders. Yeah, right, Deion. So, but uh, you're you're right there. So. I mean, we're all in agreement here with the running back situation. I would rather address it in the draft personally, unless you can get one of those top five guys for under eight or eight million. I think we're, I think as Can fan, we're kind of setting that as a. I still think that I I still think we need to get some veteran running back brought in on the team. AJ Dillon, six mil. Yep. Six million. You think you could get AJ Dillon for six mil? Fucking rights, I do. I think you might even get him for less. Yep. To be honest, Ooh. so number nine, what expectations for Mozzie Smith in year two? Oof. Who wants to lead out that? Highest. The highest of expectations. Who wants to, AJ was leading that out? That's a loaded question. <laughs> that is a loaded question. Yeah, high, 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 high. Just be that's good. All, that's all I have to say. Just be good. <laughs> 
Uh, that's a loaded question. Prove Dude, me wrong. Yeah, prove us. Prove CanFan wrong. Prove us wrong. Because yeah. right now we're up here and we're like one of those guys. Like, and I hate I hate fans that when they're right about something, like Dak Prescott throws an interception at the end of the game, they're like, "I told you, Dak sucks." It's like, but you should be hoping that you're wrong. See, like I would have rather been the I would have rather been the fan being like, "Oh, we were completely wrong about Bonzi Smith." Well, that's like Deuce Vaughn and AJ. AJ's like, I, it's not going to happen. I'll buy the jersey. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But, but I would happy to be wrong. Yeah, be happy to be wrong. I and but Deuce Vaughn, yeah. sixth round pick, not like nothing. This is a tw- yeah. this is your yeah. round yeah, one exactly. pick. round one pick. Ad and I look like we're karate chopping right now. <laughs> round one pick. <laughs> round I always one pick. I always look over because this is the thing. I'm oh, usually on the couch. I don't have screens, so I don't see. Every time I look over, Ad and I are karate chopping, <laughs> pointing yeah, but, at some because, because, hands. Yeah, because hands. because. <laughs> When it's not you here, it's AJ this. <laughs> Pen dabbing. <laughs> I, uh, I think if Mozzie Smith is not a starter by week one, uh, he's not going to mm-hmm. be here next year. That's, that's I think fair. he gets cut. I think that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. It's fair. And this is the... And, the and, and, sorry, go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. No, no, fuck okay. you. You go ahead. Okay. Fucking one okay, of you okay, guys okay. talk. I, I, I was going to say, I, I hope... I hope that's what the Cowboys do. Like, that's what you want is like, it's okay to be wrong. It's worse that you hang on to this like dying stock of player here and then cripple yourself because you're just not willing to admit, yeah, that was bad. Let's move on. You know, we're not looking for perfection, right? We're looking for one, one hit a year is awesome. Two (laughs) hits is phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. I I couldn't agree. Tyler Smith. Great. Great, great, great hit. Great hit. Um, Mr. O'Shea says, I'd be shocked if they do not get an interior uh defensive lineman in the draft, but I'd be I'd guess that I'd but I'd guess that Zimmer has Smith as a rotation guy playing the second interior. Well, and that's that's pretty much if they do draft a defensive tackle in the top three, they're almost admitting that they fucked up with Mozzie Smith. Yep. They're they're already saying we know that our run defense is lacking. We still don't think Mozzie's the fix. We're going to throw some resources at this again. And it could be in rounds one one to three. There's a lot of good defensive tackles. And it's pretty much saying if Mozzie then ends up still becoming a decent player in the NFL, now that's just all extra and, and good. But if they do draft, in my mind, if they draft a defensive tackle in the first three rounds, they're almost admitting that Mozzie is not that dude, in my mind. And I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I'd rather I'm okay have with someone that, too. that realizes... You know, hey, you know what? We effed up. We're gonna, you know, cut the bleeding and stop the bleeding right now, and we're gonna yep. just go ahead and move, move on from this guy. But at the same time, Zimmer can probably come in. And he's like, "Look, Mozzie, you know what? You were Dan Quinn's guy. You're not my guy. Yep, you're out." Mm-hmm. Well, and so the big thing with Mozzie before we move on, there was a lot. He came in or at, at draft day or during the combine. He was three twenty three, three hundred twenty three pounds. In the playoff game, playoffs against the Green Bay playoffs. Packers, he was listed under three hundred pounds. So he lost 30 pounds, and everyone was like, well, the Cowboys got him to lose weight. And then it came out that, no, no one's ever said for him to lose weight. It just might be the pace of the NFL, the extra games, the extra training regiment. So he's got to learn how to, and this is why you see a lot of guys, they retire from the NFL, and they end up shedding like 40, Mm -hmm. 50, 60, 70 pounds. Part of his job is to stay at... 320, Two, three, 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 three,
you get faster. Yeah, but, but he at, was also the slowest guy off the line. But yes, yes, good call. So like it, the the way it is one of those things. Well, like you said, players have adjustments. Okay, I, I get it. Fine, fucking fi- figure it out. This whole off season, you had an entire year. You got that first year under your belt. Now it's time to 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 show up and 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 prove it. And that's like. It kind of goes back to we like the idea of saying like uh, we like the idea when someone says oh, I don't even like football I just like hitting people it's like okay cool we got a dog fucking you, where where is that like you want to win these games you don't want to just hit people obviously that yeah that was a that was mm-hmm. a soundbite he was saying but yeah hit it, the right person hit the right person and are you is your are are you mentally in there do you understand <laughs> what it's going to take to be at that level right you're from. You're from Michigan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the exciting thing, I'd say two of the rookies from last year that I'm excited for, obviously overshown. We're yep. all ecstatic. <sighs> yep. But Mozzie, like, let's see, is your sophomore mm-hmm. season? Yeah. Like, it's like that chick, freshman se- freshman year, you know, whatever. So- sophomore season, she rolls in, and all the, all the seniors are looking, right? So we'll see. We'll see if, if Mozzie ends up being that sophomore that sophomore girl. I guess, but mm. boosted on. I want to see him come into camp at like 340 pounds. Yeah, give me more Mark Henry. Like, yeah, what, were, you, were you mad that people were saying yes. that you look like Mark Henry? Juice it up, fucking got a oh. dog, got a job. We thought we saw, we thought we saw a fucking bombshell of a question with the last one. But number ten, what are the expectations for Trey Lance, <laughs> fellas? Ooh. Like that's a that was ten boots. You got to start this one off. How much time you got? Jeez. I mean, obviously, we expect him to come in as a day one starter. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, honestly, I, I think we're going to see him uh, play a lot in preseason. Uh, they're going to try to build him up, make him look really, really good, and then tell people, hey, you need a backup? I got your guy right here. And they're going to put him up on the market, and they're going to trade him for some piece that we need because as good as Trey Lance can possibly be, he's not going to do any better than Cooper Rush for us. Do you think he'll beat out Cooper Rush their boots? No, no. Well, so right now Cooper Rush isn't under contract. So Cooper, Cooper Rush right now isn't even on the on the Cowboys like roster. Well, he is, but he isn't right. Like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he's 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 a free agent because they did one year at what ten or eleven million last year. No, Cooper, he's coming back. You think he'll he's get him? Back. He, I think he was a couple he's comfortable. Years. He, he was a two year, like five a year. You're right. Okay. I think I'm he was here. like ten. 10, 11, but I think it was two years. Okay. So he I mean, is. There's a handful of players in the NFL that are making millions to just sit on the bench and do nothing. Yep. Yeah. Like the, the idea of having that backup quarterback, like that is like a, a very, it is a, an important role for your starting quarterback. Not, not like, Hey, if this quarterback goes down, this guy's going to come in. That backup quarterback needs to gel with your starting quarterback. So when a team, I, when a team can identify a solid player, let's say like Cooper rush to a Dak Prescott, and they gel as a team. They're gonna they're gonna want to keep that that team member. However, because Jerry does what Jerry wants, having Trey Lance in the mix, and if Cooper rushes out of contract, do they put for the sake of it whether or not they're trying to bait people in for some trade value, or they're trying to say, hey, I was right about Trey Lance, move him into that second tier slot. Who knows? I mean that that's that I think is going to be the story kind of going into training camp. What is Trey Lance going to do? And if Trey Lance starts looking good in training camp, 
You better fucking believe Cowboys Nation is going to be all over our ass saying, Trey Lance, let him start, let him start. He has one good preseason they're, game. They're already like that. I know, I know, <laughs> and he hasn't even fucking took a snap. I mean, realistically, in a perfect world, Trey Lance is the savior, and we. but right now, even moving on from Dak Prescott without him having a different contract, it, you're still, but the way I look at it isn't even really quarterback play. It's like, even if Trey Lance is the best of the best, he's going to match what Dak did in the season last year, right? But if you get rid of Dak, you're still going to be allotted the amount of money that you owe Dak Prescott the next couple of years, right? So I just, we're in a weird spot. This is going to, for Cowboys fans, this Trey Lance thing ain't leaving. It, 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 it's a weird, because they haven't really addressed it that much, and, and Jerry did it as a, a, a splinter cell. By himself. A splinter yeah. cell unit. Fucking rolling around on the floor, salting <laughs> his fucking uh, burgers and making fucking deals. This will be interesting to see how it plays out, and then we'll un- hopefully we're like, oh, now it makes sense. But I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, what do you think, well, Stat Boy? The only time oh, I ever want to see Trey Lance on the field is if you know fourth quarter we're up thirty points and Dak is chilling on the sideline drinking some Gatorade while Trey Lance is out there playing some garbage time. But other well, than that, that's it, it's I don't fu- ever want to see him or Cooper. It's funny field. that you bring that up, Boots, because I actually had some, a couple people bring this co- exact comment up. It's like they're like. Well, when the Cowboys were smashing out these teams, why were they putting in Cooper Rush instead of Trey Lance? And it's like, because Trey Lance couldn't beat out Cooper Rush as the two. He wasn't even allowed to play unless both those quarterbacks were injured and off the field. And people don't understand right. that. They get they see the three quarterbacks, and they're like, they think all of them are interchangeable, right? No. Yeah. Trey Lance didn't beat out Cooper Rush one time last year to even be the QB2. And that's what makes me nervous. And people are like, the, the two things, why didn't he get a play instead of Cooper Rush when the Cowboys were blowing out teams? And, well, what about Jordan Love behind Aaron Rodgers? It's like, both those are irrelevant. One, Cooper Rush was the QB two, And then with the Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love thing, Jordan Love never got traded off his team. Jordan Love never got traded to off his original drafted team, and then the team that drafted him couldn't go up the depth chart, right? Like, they're, they're just such different arguments that people like to throw in there. But this guy was this guy right. got drafted in the first round and he just beat the Cowboys. It's like, but it's a completely different situation. So I don't know. Right. I, and the Cooper Trey Rush Lance, knows the playbook inside and out. So the Trey Lance thing is gonna be uh and, and Cowboys Nation right now is is fist on fist right now. Well, you know, it. everyone's angry and everybody wants some sort of like answer and and obviously they think having like that, like Dak's the problem with the whole team. Jerry Jones is the problem with the whole team. So it's like, it's easy for us to like stand off off and look at an organization, look at the team and say all of these fucking things, but we don't know what's going on inside the organization. And we're not at every fucking practice. We see some open practices where we see training camps, but we don't get to see the intricacies all week long on what's going on. And like you said, if, if Trey Lance was the guy, why would they not move him up the depth chart? Yeah, he's not. He's not the guy. That's the why. Okay, guys, that was fun. Oh. Those those top ten things. Uh, I mean, it, it's a good way to go into stuff. But tomorrow, a big event in the NFL starts off. It kicks off the NFL Combine, which is the first look for a lot of teams and a, a live to scout a bunch of players. And I have a few articles that I thought would just be fun to go through about the Combine and. Uh, Tomorrow starts off with linebackers DTs, but the first article we have up is 2024 NFL Combine, bold predictions, Texas defensive tackle 
This is the worst article ever. Like it's just it's just one fucking line of text. No, it just didn't load. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. <laughs> hey, just w- while you're figuring this out, just a quick stat boy. Yeah, stat comment. boy it up. I believe Cooper Rush is signed in 2024. That's what I'm reading. Oh wow, I thought he was un- I thought he was an un- unrestricted. I did as well. But even if I'm wrong, um, this stat's still fun. Over eight million in cap spaces dedicated to the second and third string quarterback in Dallas. Wow. Eight so mil- five mil No, five I, I, million I got over- free I just Googled unrestricted free agents, Dallas Cowboys, and Cooper Rush came up as one of them. Okay, <laughs> then this website's probably wrong. It's uh I'm just on this I'm on that spot track website. <laughs> I that that's what I just went to click after, but when I yeah, when I went free agents, it uh Dalton oh, well, showing me Dalton Schultz. Well, so don't, don't 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 go with that either then. Don't go with what answers Google. I'm, I'm going on DallasCowboys.com right now. Let me do a quick little deep dive. Yeah, let, me, let me do you, a quick boost since did, since you, Ants, since Ants LinkedIn and fucking load. Yeah, my LinkedIn load. Hey, Ad, before you hop to uh, any comments, if that's what you're going to do, Trey Lance is a 5.3 million cap. AJ, you might be right. On DallasCowboys.com, I just went down, and he's not on there. Yeah. Did you guys uh, read Divine Gun's uh, comment about uh, Cooper Rush being our day one starter? What if Cooper Rush was our day one starter, LOL, and we spend the $60 million on defensive and our weapons for Rush? So I'm well, thinking defensive we, we, and and rush and running back. I mean, it would weapons. be fun to do in Madden. Yeah, right? it would be fun to do I mean, in Madden. I mean, I don't want to see it, but I mean, I kind of want to see it. Yeah, I don't, don't want to see it in real life, but <laughs> like if I could see it, if I could do it in Madden, it'd let's be, simulate this bitch. Yeah, go. I'd like to simulate it. You 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 take all of that, you 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 shore it up with fucking sixty million dollars worth of dogs, and then you're just like, okay, let's see if they can win the fucking bowl. And then they do. <laughs> you're like, oh my wow. goodness. My biggest worry is if they ever move on from Dak Prescott, whatever team he goes to, they're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's just, and I, I just couldn't live don't with even, that. Don't even say that. The problem, the problem with simming in Madden, because uh, I'm a nerd and I watch a lot of people go through dynasty modes in Madden is the Dallas Cowboys often win a Super Bowl in 2024 or 2025. Okay. Then we'd have to play every game. (laughs) Yeah. We'd have to take the sim out and we'd have to play the game. I'm, I have to piss. So I will be back. And and it's gone. Um, Mr. O'Shea 81 says, if that happens, Dallas gets top pick next year. So if you trade Dak, if you trade (laughs) Dak, I mean, actually like if you're in there right now and you're what type of, what type of trade? What type of draft capital would you get for trading a Dak Prescott? To well, sorry, Dak has a no trade clause. Mm. So let's say Dak. Let's say he took. Let's say that. yeah. Except let's say he removes it. Let's say he's like, hey, I'm open to talking to another team, or I want to go to the Bears, or I want to go here, or what? Like what? Whatever. What would you? What would you want for a Dak Prescott? This is a fun fact since Ant's not here, so he's not going to yell as I'm as I ask that question. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna want three number ones. I want your th- I want your number one pick for the next three years. But what about that? I like that. Yeah, number one for the next three years. But would you maybe even go like you want maybe uh, for this year? So if we're in a win now mode, you want your first round this year, but even a couple mm. other picks for this year. Well, for example, like we got the Las Vegas Raiders, right? They don't really have a quarterback. 
but they have a really good running back. So I would say, like, look, give me your number one pick uh, this year, next year, and I want Josh Jacobs, and you get Dak Prescott. So uh, Alex is going to answer. No, I, I heard what you said. Don't think I can't come back and yell. <laughs> Do no, you midstream? I heard it was like midstream, and he's like, <laughs> I heard everything you said. <laughs> okay, so 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 stat boy, go ahead and you you give it, and then I'll ask Ant that question. Well, I at first I was on board with the, the three number ones. I mean, that's a hefty price, but you make a very good point. I'd be looking for honestly, give me your first, second, and third round. Like I'd be greedy as my. I, I would do the Madden thing, you know, just for just for keeping that Madden combo going. And I would just keep, how about a first and second, third? No. How about first, second, and fourth? No. How about, yeah. You know, I just moving down until I get like the best combination. And a player like, like Bocci said, like finding a player to come, to come uh, as well would be awesome. It's a very risky move though uh, in today's NFL to not have a, a top 15 quarterback. Totally. I'm just saying top 15 in general, that is, I think, top 10. And arguably top five. Yep, absolutely. I mean, this year he was in contention to be top top of the league. He he was versus Lamar Lamar Jackson for that MVP. I mean, Josh Allen got that one vote, but Dak Prescott was right there at the head to head race. And my question was, if you were if you were to trade, Dak's given the green light to trade. What type of trade would you take as the Dallas Cowboys for Dak Prescott um, to trade to trade him out of the Dallas Cowboys? I think if you got a first and a second this year, actually, I'm going to go first and mm-hmm. second this year and a first and second next year. Ooh, a one and two this one. Yeah, and, two and you know what? Even to me, that might be too steep because again, you're not you're not guaranteed. Uh, you're you're putting all one of those things. If you're trading a first round pick this year, is is the is it in the spot that you're planning on drafting a quarterback, or are you planning on going into the season with Trey Lance, right? So, and if you draft a quarterback in the first round, then it just seems like the Trey Lance at f- in trading the fourth for him was weird. So I would need a lot. I would need a lot for Dak Prescott. And I know a lot of people think differently, but, uh, who, so, so just a follow up question before we go on to that thing, who a divine gun says, who can Dak win with next year though? So let's say what teams would want Dak Prescott that think that they could be in, in the winning, in the winning spot. You said it before Falcons. Detroit. You think Detroit? Yeah, I think they could win. You, you, you put Dak Prescott behind that offensive line and they're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the Falcons for a hundred percent, man. Yeah, but I mean Detroit still has Goff. Goff probably still has another year or two into him. Like at imagine, least. imagine, imagine Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, uh, and when we know, and we know, and we know, wide receiver in Atlanta, and we know uh, Dak Prescott loves his tight ends. It's a safety blanket. I mean, Atlanta, if they traded, he's for not Dak, leaving. He's not leaving Fergie. No, Dak Prescott's the quarterback, though. Fun, fun exercise, but it's that it's like a, the, the the Marvels what ifs, you know. So we got the twenty twenty four NFL Combine ifs. bold predictions. Texas, and this is just fun. Not too much to do with Dallas Cowboys, but it has a little Texas. But this is just to get us some names for tomorrow's opening of the Combine. So tomorrow they have defensive tackles and linebackers, and Chris Trapasso from CBSSports.com thinks that. Byron Murphy has better workout than some of the linebackers, plus much more. So we're just going to scroll down and see some of the fun stuff that they predict is going to happen in the NFL Combine. So Oregon State, Anthony Gold runs the fastest 40-yard dash at his position. So this is just fun for us to have some of the players that we might have not talked about. I know we haven't talked about Anthony Gold at all, but just by this guy talking about how fast he is, he's he's a burner. So six foot, fo- six foot 
and under 109 pounds, this guy is a burner. So that's one of the fun things. BYU, offensive tackle, Kingsley, uh, AJ, give me that name. Oh, man, I can hardly read it. Sumer Yeah. Yeah, you guys both said it the same way. Sumataya. Workout, workout approaches Tristan Wirfs, and on uh, what they mean by that is on film, it looks like he's one of the most athletic, gifted block it, blockers in his class at slightly over 6'4", 329 pounds. <laughs> he's a unit. He's, he's a, a unit. big, he's he's a big a guy. Uh, he At the combine, he'll show he has the physical tools to be a starter with immense upside at a premier position in today's NFL. What else do we got? And then this is where it goes... So Texas defensive tackle Byron Murphy, who is obviously a big boy, has a three-cone drill, which is what they like to rate speed on for players more in that position than a, a 40. They're saying he has a drill faster than some of the linebackers. So you got to think this dude mm. is Byron Murphy, a guy that could go to the Cowboys possibly in the second round. Mr. O'Shea saying I'm super high on Murphy. I hope, he, I hope Dallas takes him. Exactly. And this guy... Proves he is a, a wheel and deal unit. So he has, can sustain that burst deep into the backfield and his loose hips. That's what AJ likes, loose hips. <laughs> and flexibility allows him to change directions with attempting to corral passers on running backs alike. Yeah, man. He's a physical spe- specimen. Murphy is the talented. Murphy is that talented of a physical specimen. Actually, so look at that last one there. So uh, last year, Pittsburgh's... Uh, Kalija Kansi ran a blistering four six seven at a hair over six uh, six foot and two hundred eighty seven pounds. Murphy should be heavier than Kansi was yet. If we get a full workout from Texas Star, he'll run somewhere in the low four sevens with a vertical well over thirty inches. That's crazy, man! This guy's a tank. He's a tank. Yeah. Should we get a draft buzz on him? Oh yeah, get yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna click out of here. No, get- just keep it. Pete, like just leave it. Hey. Like just let it happen. I'm not gonna lie. You don't I'm like already him. on draft buzz, baby. <laughs> AJ, as soon as you you're bringing up these names, AJ's been draft buzzing it, son. Byron Murphy, I'm pretty sure he's at Clemson. So those from Clemson, isn't he? So those of you tuning in right now, uh, Texas, we we have oh, sorry, some Texas. some massive. Uh, we have to get an we have to get eyes on these guys, on these prospects. Add what's happening here. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like we can't see AJ's location, but he's got like two of the screens. He's got the Senior Bowl going on behind on this side. He's got other mocks. Going on the left side, you get you just we don't see it, but that's what's going on over there. That's how AJ does. Byron Murphy, Byron Murphy to me is a G. He also is a has a really nice. I mean, all college players when we wear these shirts uh, um, look like this, but he's got a very like you know car young car salesman vibe. Uh, Maybe it's like his first couple months on the job. He sold a couple cars, but um, you know he needs to button up that shirt. Yeah, you got hey, to If I can briefly just give CanFan your flowers. I mean, you guys have come such a long way from before not even paying attention to the draft. And you guys would be like, hey, who's that? Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't watch college. And now it's like you guys are dug in. I love it. You know, Boots. Hey, I, man. I, go ahead, AJ. Oh, it's, just, it, it's Boots. It's, it's dudes like you. We've met along the way. It was just keep us inspired to uh, – you know, honestly, we could sit back as Canadians and just watch the Dallas Cowboys play. Uh, we're, we're not really entrenched in college football. So this is a little bit of an extra effort, especially in our, uh, what, uh, early 20s, late 20s here. So 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I can't believe we're all turning 24 man, next year. Man, 25 <laughs> next year. Woo. Hey, so, and you and and you and, and Adam and Anth are brothers. So how are they turning 24 together? It just identical. Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito. Who's Danny DeVito? I'm obviously Danny DeVito. Obviously, Ad. He's Swartzy. <laughs> hey, sorry, he's Swartzy. So uh, look at Byron Murphy. I do like I like the looks. What what kind of what do we got for size though? Like this. Okay, here we go. Six foot one, three oh eight. So this is the crazy thing. Like, Mozzie was Mozzie at draft day was six six three, uh, three twenty three. Do you did he ever seem that size? No. Hey, did you guys notice the birthplace? Des Desoto. Are you guys familiar? Do you know what that means? No. Desoto, Texas. Let us know. Desoto, Texas is like the birthplace of football. Uh, if you've ever watched like Friday Night Lights or oh, yeah. uh, Varsity Blues, and like. That's exactly Varsity Blue is probably the best example of DeSoto, Texas, where everyone there, like from the second the second you can walk, they're already putting them in like little little kindergarten football leagues and things like that. And then like there's a lot of ex cowboy players that go back and coach high school football in DeSoto, and they're every single year they're winning the Texas championship and things like that. So I mean the fact that he's from there, that this guy was born bred and bred to play football. Football is a way of life. Jonathan Mo- John- Jonathan Moxon. The quarterback for the K- West, West Canaan Kane Coyotes, High. he did not want to play football. He didn't no. want football. I don't <laughs> was want not his life. life. It was not his life. Okay, I like Byron Murphy though, guys. I do like that. So Texas defensive tackle, we talked about him. I think, and okay, North Carolina State, and this is AJ's boo. North Carolina State linebacker Peyton Wilson has a better workout than some of the wide receivers. Oof. That is a bold statement. This dude is six foot four, high two two hundreds, and they're predicting that he has a better workout than some wide receivers. Does that not tickle your oh, undercarriage yeah. a little bit? Oh yeah, that that puts me oh. from uh, an Edron Cooper guy to a uh, Peyton Wilson. Well, guy? Pay- uh, Pay- Peyton Wilson, it was the first guy that we kind of talked about in our DMs, and he's climbing. He's Slip, climbing the sli- pe- slipping into our D's, slipping into our well, DMs. Well, he this dude. So there's a couple guys that we've been high on, and uh, not just linebackers, but running backs. Trey Benson, who Boots brought up. Uh, what what are we? We're high. Can you take me, me higher? But Peyton Wilson, a guy that we've been talking about for a few months, to be honest. And then Trey Benson, but North Carolina State linebacker Peyton Wilson has a better workout than some linebackers, and this is a dude that gets paid. To wide right. receivers, some wide receivers. I don't know what I even said, you but said I like backers. it. I you like were it. so high on Peyton Wilson that you couldn't even tell. I do it all the time. Okay. And I like when I get called out because there's sometimes I rewatch or re-listen to the show and I say something that doesn't even make sense and no one calls me out on it. He's like, oh, they, they just must be respecting me. <laughs> They're respecting me. So Tennessee QB Joe Milton throws the ball 80 yards in the air. I've been obsessed with Milton's arm since he stepped foot on college campus. Okay, relax. Creepy. Fuck it. fucking lax, Creepy. Dog. It's like it's it's like in Slackers where yeah. the he's, he's making a hair doll out of the oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I Sh- thought I thought Adam was actually that was Adam was just saying what he was thinking at first. I can't <laughs> read. I can't read the article. Listen what he says here though. While he was unfathomably scattershot during his time at Michigan, his accuracy was reined in after transferring to Tennessee. Sorry, AJ, you were going to say something while I had to talk about the Michigan uh, Wolverines. No, he on uh, PFF, 
Milton shows up uh, available to the Cowboys in like a couple rounds. So, yep. I mean, we I do not need a quarterback. So get someone needs to get Jerry Jones some salt if he starts talking about that. But yeah, pounce and Milton. So that that was some of the fun ones we talked about. But uh, boots, as far as the combine, do you pay? How much do you pay attention to the combine? Very little. Very little. I mean, I'll read headlines here and there to see what's going on. Sometimes there's stats that, uh, you know, they jump at you because someone's super fast, like the the refrigerator guy on wheels that we just saw earlier. Right. But a lot of that stuff does not translate to the NFL. Like that guy with 80 yards. Okay, cool. Baker Mayfield threw 75, 80 yards in the combine as well. Uh, but can he throw 80 yards accurately? Facts. Yeah, you know, so a lot of these stats, they're just out there to grab your attention. At the end of the day, I always go back to uh, Patrick Mahomes, where he didn't even get a visit from Kansas City. No one even talked to him. They never even mentioned them because they were so afraid that if they talked them up, somebody else is going to snatch them. So a lot snatch of times. And uh, we'll, snatch, snatch and grab Patrick Mahomes. Snatch and grab. Snatch and grab. And that's what they did. And I, I, I feel like a lot of teams are doing that now. So a lot of times when, when I read the Cowboys talking about a certain player, I'm just like, okay, we're not getting them. Yeah, it's smoke and mirrors. And that yeah. a, a lot of the draft process is smoke and mirrors. Like you, you'll hear about this player, that player, and then it's just nowhere near. I just pictured Patrick Mahomes getting abducted, abducted <laughs> out of his room. <laughs> just like Kermit. I'm here. <laughs> Leave. Leave me alone. But uh, well, so, hang on. I, so I got a quick question. Yeah, that, get, to, some to, chat. To, to get some chat. Get some chat. No, not a quick question from chat. This is a, this is a personal selfish question. Uh, oh, oh is well, this, we don't want to hear that. Uh, so <laughs> they're, the three top quarterbacks right now in uh, in the draft, draft pros, prospects, Caleb Williams, um, uh, Drake May, and then uh, honestly, I forget the fucking other guy's name. You, who'd you say? Uh the three, the three top. Yeah, so give me the two. You said Drake May, Caleb Williams, and then JJ McCarthy. No, JJ McCarthy's looking the se- in the second round. No, that's what saying that. That's, that's where they're pro- that's where they're projecting him. It's Jaden. I think Jaden Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Jaden okay, Daniels. So, so right LSU? now, Jaden Drake and uh, Caleb are all not going to be throwing at the combine. What are your guys' thoughts on quarterbacks not throwing at the combine? Do you like it? Do you not like it? What's your? Give me a little bit of weight here. I mean, if you're waiting I, for a quarterback to throw at the combine, I mean, he has how many years in college football that you could watch? I, I mean, I think it's a little bit irrelevant, kind of. Like Mister Irrelevant? I don't. I don't think it's a big deal that they don't throw. I think it's actually a smart business de- decision because they're they're that they're getting drafted on their college tape instead of their combine tape. They'll still have a pro day. Well, had you watched my episode of the eight o'clock spot last night, you would have heard me say exactly that, Anth. Maybe I did. Maybe you didn't. Maybe Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. And guys, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm I'm Southern California. I'm a USC fan. I love USC. I don't necessarily love Caleb Williams because he uh he lost two very crucial games over the last two years. And uh it's just he he's kind of reminds me of a running quarterback and just kind of like hiding behind a really, really good offensive line. Uh, but if he goes to you know first round, I don't care where he goes, he's he's gonna end up like uh Oh my gosh! Like 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 anybody else that goes to like a really bad offensive line is just gonna just get demolished and you know get hurt, and that's pretty much what we're gonna get out of him. Think of the first round. Think of the first overall pick last year. Carolina goes there. Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Young yeah. hasn't been able to do much. Oh, yeah. I'll get a double crack him. Double crack him, baby. Crack him if you got him, son. Get that chang, yeah. son. Grab a chang, son. AJ, what do you think Grab about that? Chang. I mean, everyone's looking for that oh. season's crowd, right? Look, yeah. I, I think 
you're right. This is just a business move. Why go in there and even start even throw everything you want to know is on tape. I'm already in the first or second or third position. Like, you know, it, is Jaden Daniels going to perform so well at the combine that he will move ahead of Drake? Uh, Drake may perhaps or, you know, Drake may ahead of Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams makes total sense. Like, there's no point. What the combine really is for is for those kind of later round guys yep. to showcase their skills. Yep. And, yes. and you know, I, to be honest, I would much rather – it's always fun to watch a guy break a record or run run the fastest 40. But I'm st- I'm more excited to see the guys who we're, we've all been talking about in these later rounds where there's some questions where we actually get to see how they perform because it's not only – what the what they achieve in terms of uh, the results, but it's like if they come out there and, and fall flat on their face, you know, do you take that in and use that as a reflection of how they're going to play in big games, right? Yeah. Uh, a guy that comes out there who looks like a seventh rounder and just like kills the combine, you're kind of like, okay, this guy's got this fight in him. Like a Purdy, literally, I mean, uh, like a, a Brock Purdy, Mister Relevant. Yeah. Uh, a fun, a fun yeah. combine stat that uh, goes into Cowboys lore. Tony Romo. No, that says nothing. Did you the article <laughs> oh, yet? That's two players. Did you do okay. the article yet? <laughs> and did you write this article? I wrote this article, but Tony Romo was invited to the combine, but not to showcase anything other than to just throw to wide receivers. Like he wasn't even. He didn't have a number on his shirt. He was just there to be <laughs> in the drills to throw to wide receivers. So that the quarterbacks didn't hurt their arms or do anything. Tony Romo was just invited to be so, one of the throwers. So then he got drafted. on. Uh, he's an undrafted free agent, sat for three years. Yep. And then Parcells is fine. Like, you know, this Tony guy is kind of. Was the best guy on the roster. The 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 American uh, game uh, documentary that NFL Films does when he talks about, like, when they finally said, okay, you're going to be our starting quarterback. And they talk about Bill Parcells, Tony Romo, and G- uh, Jerry Jones all sitting in the smallest room, knee to knee, negotiating the contract. Yeah, and they told, they told Romo they were going to give him mil- a million bucks or something. And he's like, I'll do it for three. Yeah. And, and they, they liked it. And they, they liked it. Yeah, they, they liked like, that. He's he- like, it was the biggest decision of my life. He's like. I had no other option than to just double down on myself, and it paid off. Okay, so two players. Now you can kick it. Now you can kick it. Okay, sweet. Two players for the Cowboys. Two players for Cowboys fans to keep an eye on during the NFL draft. Again, we're just going like we're just trying to give ourselves a few players that we can kind of watch for and be excited about. So one that AJ actually talked about earlier. Didn't know his name, but I knew who he was talking about. You got this cat out of LS. You, the Bayou, son, and it is wide receiver Brian Thompson Jr. from LSU. And I'm just going to lead out. I'm not going to read anything about it. It's more so for me, the position that the guy plays, and if you guys would be upset if the Cowboys took a guy like this. I mean, if he's available, I don't don't think he'll be there by the time it's our turn. But You think he's gone, Boots? Yeah, he's gone. You think LSU had a, he had a really good year? LSU. He had a very good year, and I mean, and again, I, I like what you said. Any players that you hear are getting talked about are probably the guys that aren't going to be on the team. Because the more you say that, and the more I think about past drafts, the only player I can ever think about that I was ex- that I wanted the Cowboys to draft, and they actually did, was Ezekiel Elliott. Like I remember watching wow. Zeke shit in two thousand, like in. Dude, he had the craziest run up 
in college football before that draft. I remember I was sitting in a hotel room. I was working out of town. Got off. I'd left work early so I could watch the draft because the Cowboys were picking up four. And I wanted them to draft Ezekiel Elliott. And when they did, I, I was actually super excited. But you besides know, that, that, was, that was the same year that Jalen um, Ramsey was on the board. He was fifth. He we, went fifth. Yeah, to the to yeah. The, and we could have we could have had Jalen. Yep. And then in the next, and I wanted Jalen so bad because I felt that was a bigger need. And then I liked Derrick Henry, and we could have had Derrick Henry in the second round. I just saw, and I, then still got in Dak. I later. know. I know. And that, but but I, but, I, but, 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 but 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 but. There's not a single Cowboys fan after 2016 that was mad about the draft pick of Ezekiel Elliott. He was Ezekiel Elliott was the best, and the Cowboys were good enough to get to the Super Bowl that year. They were, and you got to think they drafted Ezekiel Elliott to be with Tony Romo. Romo gets hurt. They Dak ends up starting. The rest is history. Ezekiel Elliott was the best offensive player in the NFL for the next two years. In 2016, yeah. 2017, right? Obviously, now in in again 2020 or uh, hindsight's 2020, Jalen Ramsey and Derrick Henry obviously knock it out of the park. That's a fucking crapshoot. But you also got to look at the team that drafted Jalen Ramsey also traded him away, right? Yeah. Jacksonville traded him to L.A. So I mean, there's obviously, and then he's on his third team. He's on his third in team Mi- in Miami. He's on his third team already. So actually. Not, he's still a force, though. He is still he's very still good. He's still one of the best he's, in the position. So. But would he still be in Dallas is, well, what, what, is more what you, of the question. What do you guys think? Oh. Of not, well, let's we, talk about Brian well, Thomas. S- since, we brought, since we brought up Miami, though, Xavier Howard being released? Yeah, that'd be good. I hope so. I'd be down no, with that. No, he was released. Do you think no, no, but I mean, I'd be down with the Cowboys signing yeah. him. For oh, yeah. sure. Over, over, over Gilly? Yeah, yeah, no. definitely. You don't no, think he's no. never have enough cornerbacks. Yeah, bring them all in. to Gilly. Well, get, yeah, so yeah. you're saying bring back both. I'm saying bring back both for sure. So wide receiver Brian Thompson Jr., LSU. Boots doesn't think he's going to be around. AJ, if he's there, are, are we all in agreement if he's there, we're taking him? Or no? Look, 100%, if he if he is there, I would love to take him. Yeah. Couple, couple stats from Snapboy for you. 6'4", 205, runs a 4'4", and his average depth, in college, uh, college last season, anyways, was seventeen point three yards. Oh, oh, he's a nice big body deep threat that I think could could really help both Cooks and um, uh, Lamb Hook. Ooh, Ooh I see what you did there. I yeah, see what you did know. there. I like that. So our second guy, someone we're familiar with here on the Can Fan Podcast, Edrin Cooper. Yes, take him, Edrin Cooper, linebacker, who we have talked about quite a bit. It's a need. Yeah. I ain't mad with either of these guys, honestly. Mm -hmm. Big need. Big need. But the more you hear about this Peyton Wilson cat and possibly being able to get him in the second, and then imagine you get, like, if you can get two starters in the first round and the second round. Oh, yeah. That's obviously our dream, right? And then a third role player in the third round, that's... You knock the you knock the draft out of the the fucking universe. Yeah, when we talk... Someone used the word hope earlier on in the podcast, you hope you hit on the later round people. You hope you hit on someone in third and fourth round. That'll be that starting dog in that year. First and second round guys, you're, you're needing, they have to you expect these are have to, I don't want to hear one person in chat uh, this upcoming season say, Oh, they drafted these people for next year. No. There's no drafting yeah. for next year. We're drafting for this year. We're drafting for this. Take year. them both. Take them both. Take them both. 
So we're gonna get on to the next article here. We're 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 speed we're speed rounding it now. We're speed arting it or what? So this goes back to the draft for the last. Fuck! I keep getting fucked up by your screen. Five observations from the Cowboys draft picks over the last ten years. I well, thought you, this would just be fun. to You have it bust, so close up. and low to you. That's probably why. <laughs> no, I can't. I get fucked up by. And if I'm looking here, I should just scroll up with the mouse to I this know. screen. But yeah. I have to go to my right where so, I don't have anything to my right. I, I know we. we so uh, uh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll add over has here it, for a second. Ad has it so fucked up. This this the monitor that's to my left. I have to sc- I have to swipe to my right to get to it. Well, so my brain doesn't want to do that. I've never set. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't set it up. It takes two seconds to set up the arrangement. Anyways, but doesn't matter it, because it hasn't been set up this way. We haven't set it that way. Five observations from the Cowboys draft picks over the last ten years. <laughs> see that? See us? See us fighting there, Bootsy? Don't get fucking angry. And you got to let my man cook. Just let him drive the Millennium Falcons. <laughs> let when, Adam cook. Anytime that I'm just like, fuck, whatever he's saying is boring me, I cut him. <laughs> you know what? I want that T-shirt. Let Adam cook. Let, let Adam, Adam cook. cook. I, right, I, do, I would wear that. So they're just showing the picks. So just let's go over what we have this year. We have a first round pick 24. Why don't you zoom in over there, fucker? Because then I'm going to have to zoom. <laughs> I hate. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking hate you. Okay. First round pick. Pick 24, second round pick, 56, third round pick, 88. We don't have. Where's our fourth round pick? Where's our fourth? He's sitting third string quarterback. (laughs) That's where our fourth round pick is. (laughs) He's getting Cooper Rush's goddamn water, is what he's doing. Fifth round, common story pick. Roughly, they're saying they're they're estimating to be in around 174. Sixth round, same thing, roughly around 214. And then we have two seventh round picks. Not great. Like, it's, it's honestly not, to be honest. Last last draft when they started trading up in in rounds to get more, I was like, "Oh, this is exciting!" I don't. Hopefully, something like that happens this upcoming draft. But well, I would be down even. I'd be down with trading our third round pick for even a couple fourth round picks. To be honest, totally. It's it's a deep draft, but let's get down to a dirty business here, and see what is this dog shit. This looks like AJ made this. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a wage? This uh, is such a wage fucking. So what they're showing here, I like it. They're showing all the Cowboys since 2014. They're showing all their rounds, all their picks. Green means good. Good. (laughs) White means nothing, and X means no. No, No, which is good, and I think green is. So they're just saying all these picks were great. Well, they have in 2014. You look at this. This you look at 2014. Boosh it in a little bit for everybody. I've, that's pretty good right there, isn't it? Okay, let's, let's, it in. let's go 2014. Go. Okay, 2014, yeah. first round, Zach Martin. Pretty damn good. Yep. Hall of Famer, not Johnny Manziel. And then they follow that up with goddamn Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, fuck. That's a, Get that's the a, fuck out of here. What round was D-Law picked in? Second. Oh, I got to go up a bit? Yeah, there you go. So third round didn't have a pick. They moved up to actually get D-Law. Cowboys moved up, yep. boosted it. Do that, boosh it. And then fourth round pick, Anthony Hitchens, serviceable guy, ended up going to KC for a few years after, was decent. Fifth round, Devin Street, never really did much, and then a bunch of shit in the, the later rounds. Who, who, We're gonna, who, who's, who's that uh, green seventh rounder that they picked at the back there? Terrence, Terrence Mitchell. Mitchell. No Guess idea. What? I don't even know what green means. Like, <laughs> green just seems very good. We're going to just focus on the top three picks. Okay. 2015, Byron Jones was all right. Ended up having one of the most epic missed tackles or missed plays in Cowboys history. 
by not stopping the uh, Cooks from Green Bay in the playoff game. Then you had Randy Gregory, who we all know is a San Francisco 49er. Chaz Green, dog shit. Damian Wilson did a little bit. Ryan Russell, no one knows about him. 2016. Chaz Chaz, Yeah, everyone hates Chaz Green. He's that guy that no one likes. Well, he gave up like five or six sacks that game against Atlanta on Thanksgiving. Got and just ruined my meal. Got cooked. Got cooked. You know got what? We're cooked. actually even going to stick to just first rounders, guys. Ezekiel Elliott, 2016. <laughs> Taco Charlton, one of the boo. one of the biggest bust. Sorry. One of the What's biggest. That? No, boo. You're right, boo. boots. You put the boo into boots on that one. Uh, 2018 LVE. 2019 no pick because we the Amari Cooper trade 2020 that CD should be Lamb. green though that should still be green should still be green yeah 2020 CD Lamb 2021 Micah Parsons 2022 Tyler Smith and then 2023 Mozzie Smith so you look well, at these you look at the guys we just looked at that's pretty good batting average well look at look at 2020 yeah. you have CD Lamb and Tre, uh, Trevon Diggs and Neville uh, Gallimore still and, plays and and, and Galley and Biotis in the fourth. And then if we look at uh, 2016, you got Zeke, and then you got Dak. So, like, 2020 was a great draft year. Probably one of the best the Cowboys Actually, have had in a Actually, even 2021 with Osa and Micah, like, Osa Odigizua, he wasn't for a third rounder and for what he was able to do uh, for for uh, at least a couple games. Not Not a bad pick either. And then you go down to 2023, it's just all white. Oh, look at DB, though. <laughs> look at look at uh, uh, 2023, all all white, absolutely. But uh, 2022. Hey, John, John Ridgway, you know, did pretty good for himself at Washington afterwards. I met his wife. I met his wife after Thanksgiving when Adam and Alex were wrestling in AT&T parking lot. Adam and Alex yes. were full-on wrestling in AT&T parking lot. And this group, of Washington, this group of Washington fans go walking by. And me and Taylor, who we were with, we I see the back, it's all Ridgeway. And I asked, I was like, hey, why are you guys all wearing Ridgeway gear? And the one chick's like, oh, I'm his wife. And I, I said the, the same thing. The vanilla gorilla's wife. Nice. And, and then I said, to, I, said to, I said to her, I was like, I wish they would have kept him because the guy's a dog. He's a dog. Yeah, he's, he's a, a gorilla. Dog. He's, he's a, a gorilla. gorilla. And, uh, I mean, she's, she's definitely better looking than what he deserves. <laughs> but because he's an NFL player, good job, John. Good job, Most uh, NFL players' wives are. Yeah, I, I get. I don't. I don't even know. I I was waiting for something different than a a wage fucking stat sheet. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the stat sheet. I thought we were gonna read something here. This shows. I that- loved it. AJ, yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. No, there is something. Okay. Observation. There was five observations. Observation one: The Cowboys are in line to make some noise in the first three rounds. We literally oh. just said that. Yeah. Okay. Obs yep. two. Not having a fourth round pick hurts. Yes, there's a, there's a lot of talent that can come up within that fourth round, and and not not only talent uh, in that fourth round, but the movement that you could use with that fourth round pick. Not That's having right. that fourth round mm. four, fourth round pick kind of hurts you. It hurts you. Observation three: using late round picks for proven commodities is the way to go. So one alarming thing on the graphic, besides the way the graphic looks, is that there's no green in the 2023 row. None at all. Now, now are these the guys who made their own graphic? Yeah. Uh, not, not enough, now, none at all. Now we know it's early and those picks still have time to manifest into good players. Fuck you. But as we can see from other years, it doesn't take long for players to show that they are starter worthy. In 2022, we had a good sense that Fergie, Deron Bland, and Damone Clark were going to be starters soon. Not only were they all started this past season, two of them were pro bowlers. 
Deron Bland, baby. Yep. Deron Bland, baby. Not so bland. We would be hard-pressed so to project any type of optimism on any of the last year's draft selections, and when you consider you can almost set your watch to the Cowboys landing four starters per draft, it's rather unsettling to come out of a draft with a goose egg. Hopefully this serves more as an anomaly than a new development in their draft evaluations. Observation number four, last year's draft class was drastically underwhelming. Well, you just fucking spend yeah, a whole they paragraph just, talking about Yeah, we're about just that. going right past that. Observation number five, trading their third for a couple of fourths might be the way to go. Did you not say that? I think mm-hmm. I read. I think I did read through this Oh, article. you fucking cheat. I think cheat. I, I read through this article, so that's where I went with it. But age, I know, I know fucking... I know Stat Boy. I know PF. I know the guy that's done fourteen hundred PFF <laughs> drafts already has at some point traded a third for two fourths. <laughs> AJ, is that a good idea? I think so. And and what I've been doing in PFF, by the way, is I've been trading my fourth round or sorry, drafting my fourth round pick, but I go to the very last player on the draft that you can draft as a punter, and then that way it doesn't screw up the order by a trade or anything. It's a little bit more fun and, and accurate. Because uh, yeah, because PF, PFF's fucked up by still having the Cowboys drafting. Well, forward. give give us give Cowboys yeah. Nation give the CanFan Maniacs some uh, some hope. Who who are some of the dogs in the fourth round that you could pro- that we could potentially grab if we trade that third round pick? Well, PFF has Trey Benson in the fourth. So, Fuck. so I, I mean, can't. What? I mean, like that that's the surprising thing when we go through all these mock drafts and we, we elevate some of these guys to such a high standard. And then when we watch the draft and you see a guy like Joey Porter jr. Drop so far and you're just like, why is fucking anyone not picking this guy? It is a little, yeah, maybe, maybe he will be there in the fourth round. Possibly. Possibly. My, but- my uh, here, I'm just pulling up my, uh, my list here. Oh, look at that. His, his, his jerk list. His jerk list. <laughs> My jerk list. His J-O list. Uh, so, so like, guys in the, the fourth, fifth, and sixth, and seventh who I like, uh, there's some. There's quite a few. Uh, for for uh, There's a running back called Audric Estime from Notre Dame. Big, just all these guys are, are bigger hey, body. Yeah, hey, we, hey you, don't have to, uh, you don't have to specify that they're big boys. We know you love the big boys. You're only drafted a big dude. Like, yeah, a, a tackle, Blake Fisher from Notre Dame as well. Um, Bo Lemur is a center from Arkansas. Christian Jones is a tackle from Texas. So there's a lot of offensive. And then and then a, a few more guys here. Tyler Davis is a defensive end, a defensive interior, sorry, from Clemson. Marcus Harris, defensive interior from Auburn. It's not as good it's as cool. – uh, these, these are fifth-round guys. And one guy is going to find – uh, two running backs who are slated to go late. We'll see if this actually sticks. But Jace McLennan, running back from Alabama, we drafted him with uh, J-Tuck, or talked about him, I believe. And then Isaiah Davis as well. We talked about him with J-Tuck, running back from South Dakota State. So there is – if, if you can trade back and, and get a, a cluster of, of picks from, say, fourth to sixth round, there could be some guys there for us that are – you know, worthwhile. Give me positional in that, in, in, in that round. So there's guys, but in, in the fourth, if we're trading our third for a couple of fourth rounders, what position are you thinking you're grabbing? Oh, I think you'd have to like, see what we do in free agency and, and what we drafted already to really, because at that point it's like heavily BPA. Yeah. <laughs> I think you gotta, right. Yeah, you gotta kinda... you're not wrong. 
you got to go on like what you at least what you think BPA is. I got a fun little thing yeah. that we're going to finish the episode off with here, guys. CeeDee Lamb a couple years ago showed why he was deserving as a first round talent and showed why he is one of the top receivers in the NFL. And this is why the NFL combine matters because a dude that has no one lined up against him and he's just a kid, essentially a kid, right? Like he's in his early 20s and he's showing what he can do to try to get that those stacks. But check this out. CD Lamb, NFL Combine. This was footage that you grabbed from the Combine, right? I was there. Whoa. Ooh. Ooh. Let's watch that one more fucking time. He's only, it shows him 33 over there, but he, that's an 88 right there, son. Yeah, you just go like this. Yeah. That's, add a couple fives. Let's watch that one more time. Climb that goddamn ladder, CD. Look at this. No Ooh. one on him. Ter- was Tony Romo throwing him that ball? <laughs> like that ball yeah, was beautiful. That was a sale, and CD Lamb climbed the shit out of that. So I always think that the combine, especially for wide receivers, you can show out and you can show up. Mm-hmm. And it, it, yeah. I just thought it'd be a good way to what finish CD, on that. What was CD projected to go that that year? Oh, I mean, first round, but seventeen. I mean, he should have never fallen to seventeen. You look at wide receivers now. If C.D. Lamb's coming into this draft, he's gone top ten. Okay, can you can, Justin Jefferson and C.D. Lamb aren't making it out of the top ten? Okay, can you go to his draft year and see who went before C.D. Lamb? So as far is, as who, like players? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Let's do that it. guy. The guy from uh, Vegas. What's his name? That he, he killed someone on some DUI. Oh, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. And uh, and then the other guy went to Denver. Uh, wide receiver. Judy. Um, Jerry Judy? Those two guys. And then Jerry, Jerry yeah. Judy and Henry Ruggs went before him. But here you go. At NFL 2020 draft. This is going to show all the players that went ahead of CeeDee Lamb. So, I mean, Joe Burrow. And so the, the yellow is Pro Bowl. So Joe Burrow, yeah. Chase Young, Tua, Justin Herbert, Derek Brown. Then you got Henry Ruggs, Vegas at 12. Yeah. The first yeah. wide receiver taken off the board. Yep, and then Denver. Jerry Judy at 15. Boots, you're fucking... CeeDee Lamb at 17, and then Justin Jefferson at 22. Whoa. Whoa. Well, I mean, I don't know if you have the other footage of uh, CeeDee Lamb's other greatest hits pre-NFL when he got drafted and his girlfriend tried to take his phone, and he was just yeah. like... Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is nope. epic. Look That's at, how I knew. That's my 88. Guys, look who's yeah, at... Yeah. Look at a guy we talked about earlier. Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen, 28. Could have had him. Well, we'll but we'll get, he, we'll get there's him a chance to get we'll him. get him in this offseason. And then a guy that's on the yep. Cowboys, Noah Igadabanagagni. <laughs> that's my best. <laughs> yeah. That's my best yeah. go at that, guys. <laughs> but, hey, fellas, that was fun. I had a good time doing that, Boots. Always a pleasure having you on. We didn't even know if we didn't even know if Travel J was going to be on. We didn't even talk to him, and he just Trav J. He just showed like, up. Literally, which... literally ten minutes before we go live, he's like, "Are we doing? A, are you guys doing a show tonight? If so, let me know so I can go get some Changs." I'm like, "Yeah, I we're everything's set." Like, well, the funniest thing is, I go to Adam's like, "Get rid of Stat Boy. You have Stat Boy on there," and he's like, "Yeah, he just joined." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, exactly. As we're about to announce Boots in, Alex came through, and I was like, "Okay, we'll we'll get both of them coming on. It's easier for me to set him uh, set him up." But uh, it was good. So Boots, we know you're doing some stuff. You got some stuff coming up here with who? Give us a give us a little detail of your next couple of weeks, couple months. 
Well, next week, I, I got the honor of uh, hanging out with a couple of goats. Uh, Luis uh, Garcia from SCDCFC, Southern California Dallas Cowboys Fan Club. Uh, the guy invited me just, we're, we're going to go golfing. And uh, one of the guys that's going to be part of our four people playing is uh, uh, the one, Anthony Miller. Uh, he got drafted by San Diego, played a couple years over there as a wide receiver. Then he went over to Denver for a few more. And then he ended his career in 1997 with the Dallas Cowboys. So he's going to be joining us. I'm super stoked and pumped. I'm going to see if I can grab some footage and maybe get a little interview from him. I mean, who knows? Maybe I can convince him to join us. So oh, yeah. if I like, if I FaceTime you guys next Tuesday, like answer that phone. Answer. Yeah. Answer with screen record. Answer, answer the phone and screen record. Yeah, I'm telling you that now from advance, just so I can introduce you guys or something. I like That'd that. That'd be really fun. But that's just like a little practice for April 15th. There's uh, 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 Kenny Gant, uh, the shark, uh, he, part of Shark 29 Charities. They got this uh, celebrity golf tournament going on. Yes, that guy right there, two-time two, two -time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're doing a benefit for uh, domestic abuse victims, and so that's going to be on April 15th, and we're going to go off for that as well. I know Cowboys Camp Fan is going to be sponsoring a little tee box out there, so that's going to be really fun. Hopefully, we'll get some great footage out there. I'm actually excited. I got new mics, and I got new stuff that we can cake out there, so I'm excited to try it out. That Boots, so Boot, epic. Boots is AKA street team captain, AKA co-producer, AKA Boots on the motherfucking ground. Dog. Boots on the, hey. I mean, the, the name supersides itself. Boots on the motherfucking ground, son. I mean, that'd be too much to, <laughs> to, to, to bought G is how it is, but that's what you are so, to us. Some call hey, him, some call him San you, Francisco boots. <laughs> some call him San Fro San Francisco lay the boots. Lay son. the boots, yeah. That's San Francisco lay the boots. <laughs> yes, that's that's a fact. That's a fact. That's the legend baseball, says. Guys. That's the ad legend says. Well, boots, we're 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 definitely gonna do a roadie to fucking San Fran this year. I think. Yeah, we're driving Let's down. Let's go. We're driving yeah, down. You know, you know, I'm going. Yeah, we'll you be there. Gonna... We'll be at the San Fran game. We have like a oh, pack where sure. it's like West Coast games. We have to fucking. Tee it up and go to them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, we got a lot coming up besides that. I mean, I'm, I'm actually taking it one event at a time, and I'm hoping to see you guys at uh, at Oxnard Training oh, Camp. That we'll be there. Hope? There's no fun. hope in fucking training camp. We will be there. We will be there. AJ, nice. what do you got going on over in Asia, buddy? What do, what do you have go going on the next couple of days here? Drinking a, a Chang? <laughs> Drinking a couple of Changs. Going to have a chill day today, uh, even though we kicked it off with a riot. And uh, tomorrow I'll be going to Colanta for a week. I'm just kind of settling in to a nice little uh, kind of hostel beach house. So I'll be the uh, 40-year-old walking around uh, puffing my chest, you know? You know what, man? I'll give you credit that Smoking you don't you don't look 40. So Yeah, no. People will be like, well, who's this fucking like no. late 29-year-old? Who's this? Who's this 39? Who's this 39-year-old guy? <laughs> yeah, who's this 39? No, no, it's it's a it's a uh, there's private rooms, and so I always get a private room. But uh, this one was uh, I'm going there. I'm, I'm with two two buddies, as you know, Kyle and and uh, Brian. Are you not with them right now at Fork? Yeah, I'm with them right now at Fork. Oh, their their videos are just delayed, so I'm right. not even sure if I'll be in any videos. Hey, the way I don't remember the videos that you sent us from the fucking moon party. I don't know if you should make it into their videos. <laughs> Guys, oh, always, always. I, oh, yeah. hey, he oh, was still fucking telling him. I didn't know. I and he's, he's on a call delay. I'm and, then to... I, and then I have to call a fucking Rolando Rodriguez who fucking makes makes a thing. Just settle it down yes. there, kid. Hey, this goes to Rolando right here. Crack him if you got. 
Crack me if you got him. Crack Cowboys can fan. Yeah. What's up from South Texas? Showed up late. Cheers. Crack me if you got him. That's Crack your boy. Him you got him. Uh, AJ, finish your thing because Ants was trying to call you out before you were done talking about. Hey, it's hold hold hands. Millennium Falcon. Hey, I'm just saying we live in a in CanFam. We live in a world where we don't really care about the censorship. So I have to walk my my P's and Q's, but I can't I can't help but uh you know use our language um, when I'm talking. So that's just how it is. Are we oh, holding oh. hands now? We're all holding doing? hands. I don't know I'm where we're going. Both your hands. Hold on. Let me go this way. There it is. Uh, there we go. Come on, AJ. Don't let me hang in. It's like, wow. I know, I, I, how am I? How, how do I go? Which way? Oh, I'm like in the middle between both of you guys. So I'm over here between Ath and, here, and a nice little Canadian way. sandwich over here. There we go. I kind of look like there a crab is. boy. There we go. Oh my God. All right, boys. Okay. Crabby boy. Hey, we will be back Sunday at Adbest and I rolling it down. Will it only be 30 minutes? Will it be five hours? We don't know. Canfed Maniacs, love you. Boots on the ground, love you. Way J, love you. Adbest, love you. We will be back Sunday. That's right, boy. We know how Bushin. to do. Booshing it up, baby. The fuck out of here. Oh, that was fun. What's up, AJ? Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra-low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.